BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Take a look. It's February 14, 2024. Happy Love Day. I am Atrial Pearl. It's time to get in the weeds. Jeremy Lambert is here. Jeremy, I want to tell you before, before we talk about everything and anything in wrestling, my favorite part about that stupid rock intro that we now have is I find something new every time we air it. And my favorite thing that I notice now is if you look in the crowd of people, there are two guys in white hats. And at one point, the guy on the left points up to the screen as if he's seeing something what he sees at that point is the cm punk with a mustache as it comes across the screen and now i can't stop doing it. i i'll have to take a look at it uh next time it pops on uh to to see this this man pointing he's just doing what the rock does he's pointing pointing like the rock was pointing he's pointing at the sign it's wrestlemania season so yeah. he's just pointing at the cm punk season sign for sure for sure <laughs> how are we uh, doing happy happy love day jeremy lambert i know it's an important day for you it is you know i love love let's see if we can get the hearts going here I'm oh there we go look at that if you're on facebook you can drop the the heart uh the heart emoticons instead of the uh just the thumbs up you can always drop a thumbs up especially on the video uh if you're watching on youtube.com slash fightful overbooked and you know super chats and all that stuff and tell us how much you love love by sending us a super chat and how much you love us and you can also subscribe to the channel because that's the best way to love us, okay? Do people love us? I mean, I hope so. I've been uh, told that some people love us. Oh, we got to talk about this. I got a big cheesecake for Valentine's Day. That sounds that's, terrible. Who no, would do that sounds, to you? That sounds lovely. This Why? is you and I. This is this is honestly of all the arguments you and I could possibly have about anything in the world. It's this. I love cheesecake, man. Most oh, people do. That, that sounds awful. Why is someone trying to poison you, Remedy? That's not. That's, that's not, not poison. The only thing that's poisoned is if there's too much. Uh, there's too much of too much. Sorry, not enough filling. Okay, not enough cheese in the cheesecake. Mm, cheesecake's awful. Andrew's Absolutely in the chat. Awful. He's like, who doesn't love cheesecake? The guy that sits next to me after you know every show. The the guy. Ah, what guy doesn't cheesecake's get it. terrible. Absolutely. Oh no, the wife is just emerged and Good. trying to tell me that I'm I'm incorrect. It's Good. You know, I hope she I hope that she sets you straight on your cheesecake hatred. Andrew Zarian, would you would you walk 
15 miles across the Brooklyn Bridge for a cheesecake? <laughs> I bet he would. I really do think he would do it. <laughs> nah, this is a long-running thing, I thought, that people knew that, like, I don't like cheesecake. I've been very open about my disdain for cheesecake. This is not something that is new. Oh, Zarian's, Zarian's saying it depends which one it would be. It's Zarian, wherever it would be across Hold the bridge. Hold on, where, where did Diddy make the band go? Diddy the band cheesecake. This is for shout-outs of people who got that reference of walking. Uh, it was walk all the way from Midtown Manhattan to Brooklyn's famous Junior's. Junior's cheesecake. Andrew Zarian, go. I don't know what that is, but, you know. It's a good question in the chat. Can we consider pizza a type of cheesecake? Maybe deep dish? Why? What? Maybe deep dish pizza is a cheesecake? Huh? Yeah, it's got dough. That's that's the base. It's not a crust. It's a dough. And then you got cheese in the, uh, you know, that's the filling. And then sometimes you put some meat in it, but that's like the topping on a cheesecake. I think a deep dish style would be considered a, a, a cheesecake. A very uh, decadent cheesecake. No. No. Zarian oh, saying Junior's is not the best, but really good. Okay. Well, that's where Diddy made Da Band. D-A-B-A-N-D walk uh during making making the band yeah that's an old school reference for, for all my people out there uh and made them walk there to to get cheesecake <laughs> amazing 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 uh television that mtv used to air before they just showed ridiculousness 15 uh 15 days straight so it's funny because i am I'm Canadian, as people know. When I was in Vegas, and I also don't really watch TV. I, I don't have cable here. So when I'm in Vegas, I have a TV in my hotel room. And I'm going through the guide, and MTV comes up, and it legitimately is just ridiculous. It's over and over and over and over again with like a random hour block of something else just kind of spliced in once a day. It's kind of wild. Cheesecake's terrible. Cheesecake it's... rules. I'm sorry, man. <sighs> no. Chat, what's your favorite type of cheesecake? The one that belongs in the garbage. Wow. Well, that's good chat, not you, you monster. <laughs> it's terrible. I'm sorry to anybody who likes cheesecake. My apologies. Yeah, people who love love and love cheesecake, you're telling them that they can't love the thing that you love, which is love, and they love cheesecake. Like if you love cheesecake, more more uh more power to you. Oreo cheesecake. I have that's, that's cool. just like an Oreo. I've had that. I, you know, you make it with like the Oreos. Like that's I don't consider that like a cheesecake though. See turtle cheesecake, that sounds good. The pumpkin turtle pie. cheesecake. Yeah, not like not, you know, the the, the candy turtles, not the, the chocolate turtles. The chocolate and caramel and peanuts. You ever had turtle before? I feel like I know of that. I'm not a big caramel fan. It's one of those things that usually comes around the holiday season, but also it's like everybody knows about turtles, but not a lot of people have eaten turtles. See, Co Cody right here is just upsetting me. Cheesecake oh, that's with good. caramel sounds terrible. No, delicious. Absolutely. Terrible. And when you can go to the store and buy like those little tiny round ones at the grocery store for like a dollar and just go out and sit on a park bench and eat it before you pick your kid up from daycare because it's been a shitty day. Yeah, that's the stuff. I'm not projecting at all. What are you talking about? I was highly offended by the Super Bowl commercial where they're like, we're making Reese's better. We're adding caramel to it. Oh, I was like, no, why'd you ruin Reese's cups? 
What's wrong with you? I saw Will that Arnett? a while ago. I saw that. Uh, Will Arnett is just voicing everything now. It's kind of. Well, like, yeah, he does. He does. He's just, <laughs> we need a deep, grovelly voice that's not too serious, but also just a little bit funny. I have the guy. Did you guys ever watch Arrested? No, never mind. I got the guy. And then they bring in Will Arnett and they're like, it's perfect. I don't know why, but he's just perfect. I've been I've been to to Cheesecake Factory before. It's it's been forever since I've been to a cheesecake. I've never ordered the cheesecake though. I don't You're like it. I'm right. Sorry, everybody. Sorry if that offends you. I don't like it. All right. You know what? To each of their own. Everybody has a different opinion about Everybody's things. And as long as we respect, no, absolutely not. As long as we we can respectfully disagree. And then we just go back to work. I don't respectfully disagree. I vehemently disagree. And all of you are wrong. Shout out to Louis. Don't about come it. out here yelling at me about cheesecake. Wow. This, that's a hell of a lover's quarrel to have on <laughs> Valentine's Day. <laughs> Shut the door open. And I just assume that, is, you know. I was well, hoping you know. it would have been funny if it was like the cat <laughs> just opening no, I, the, the The cat will scratch at the door, but the door actually fully opened. So I knew it was not the, the cat. No opposable thumbs on the cats. They're very stupid animals. You know, they can't That's open fair. doors. Oh my gosh, Shucky Ducky gets it. No cheesecake at the factory. It's like going to wine garden and only eating cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can't believe it. We actually we canceled Valentine's Day because of this. Thank you. You, you did Cheesecake's it. Cheesecake's awful. It's just sorry, everybody. Sorry. We have the best chat in this business. They're all getting into this conversation. <laughs> uh, okay. So, shall we get into it? We, we, we do have a lot to talk about today. We, uh, we don't have a test because we decided that uh, we could banter for two hours, and so far we're doing a pretty good job. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, we, we've got Raw to talk about. We've got uh, the Scott Demore update that dropped on Fightful Select from yesterday. I want to kind of touch on that. Uh, we'll talk about Dynamite because that's tonight, and it's shaping up to be a pretty, uh, pretty fun show. You got a Texas Death Match because where are you this week? Texas. So you got to have a death in match. Texas, you big dumb bitch. That's right. So you got to have a Texas Death Match in Texas, you big dumb. You know what? And then uh, I also want to I, I want to circle back to a conversation you and I had on Monday relating to AEW, and that was the the hard brand split idea because I've thought about it some more, and um, maybe there is a serious conversation to be had beyond like no 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 don't do that. Okay, so uh, well, before before we get into that, we have to address this. Sure. Please tell me more. Louis. Yes. This is this is like the time I sat next to an NHL goalie at Benihana's while he got drunk with his family. Do you know who Dion Waiters is, Joel Pearl? No, my point was it's sitting next to important people. I mean, let's be honest on the scale of how important Dion Waiters is. In my world, very important person. Love Dion Waiters. Thunder legend Dion Waiters. Hit a people's elbow in a playoff game. Mind you, there's your wrestling tie-in. Love Dion Waiters. In the actual grand scheme of things, Dion Waiters not not that big of a deal. He's a rookie and was there with Tyler Zeller. Wow, what a combo that had to be! How many gummies you think Dion Waiters had prior to to going to Cheesecake Factory, Louie? Had to be a lot. Had to be. Ah, oh. Dion Waiters stories. By the way, again, legend in my my chat with my pal. Sam or Katie. I understand you don't. Oh, that's I just gave a shoot last name. My fault. Um, Whoops. It's on his Twitter. It's fine. Uh, Joel, I know you don't understand anything about basketball, but Dion Waiters, absolute legend. 
So I need more on this story, Louis. Please tell me everything you have. All right, what, what are we talking about, Joel? You were the one teeing up a conversation that you were having, uh, bringing up. <laughs> I love Remedy being like, "I'm sorry for derailing the show, buddy." This is this is weekly. This is this is what we normally do before literally the world exploded and wrestling got you know awful at the same time. And Hell yeah, <laughs> Dion Waiters. I watched Dion Waiters. Uh, he, it was when he was on the Thunder, played against the Hornets. I went to the game. He tried to like take off from the free throw line for like a Michael Jordan type dunk. And like he was way short. So we tried to lay up. You know what a layup is, Joel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do know basketball terminology. Thank like you. he airballed the layup. It was very embarrassing. That is um Deion Waiters, the the famous quote of like, I'd rather go 0 for 30 than one for three or whatever, because one for three means I stop shooting. Uh, it just Again, he hit a man with a people's elbow. The the step back jumper, we called that the no can defend because he was like, Yeah, you can't defend my step back jumper when really all you gotta do is like let him shoot it, and there's a you know 70% chance he'll miss it. So that's the pretty easy defense. Oh, love a good Dion Waiters story. Louis. Louis really derailed the show. Cheesecake at least everybody's in on. I feel like me and Louis are just having like our own conversation about Dion Waiters while everybody else is like, the fuck is Dion Waiters? I mean, Look it's true. Up. It's Look true. This is what happens. Even Kim Gray's in the chat being like, you people are all my Valentine. Just don't tell my husband. We won't tell if we if you don't tell. Okay, Kim? All hope, right, your, so hope your husband isn't watching, but also is doing well. What I was going to do before we got into this cheesecake factory or cheesecake debate. Nope, it's terrible. Nope, nope. Who the hell told you it was open mic night? I won't say that word to you because I love you. We are not... We're, that's what you're getting for Valentine's lunch. Why are we going to throw money away? It's that delicious money. Let her eat delicious money. That sounds terrible. You're going to get a bunch of cheesecake for Valentine's Day. Like, Good. Send some to me. Do anything for me. Yeah, you make her happy. That helps. Oh, made her so happy that the internet broke. I love it. That's what we're here for. See? No pop. Wait, I can do this. He's not here. Uh, uh, I gotta find the video. Where's the video? Where's the video? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, there it is. Exactly. No pop. Yes! Comment made, and he didn't get to see it. Look at that. We're doing it. Look at this. Monet. I don't have that, though. Eventually, Jeremy's gonna come back, but I guess for now, uh, it's just me. So what do I do? I mean, I got... I got she unplugged the router. I can't believe that that... The anonymous ITW general manager would do such a thing. He's got the, the best look on his face too. This is the, this is the. My wife told me we're gonna go have cheesecake for lunch. Look on my face with the love, love underneath. Oh, <laughs> uh, now it's all me. This is awful. Okay, so, uh, you know, I haven't done a solo show in a very long time. And it's very awkward. Even though I just dropped. By the way, my Macklin interview drops at noon Eastern on YouTube.com/slash/fightful. My contractually mandated Steve Macklin interview. We sat there in a hotel room in Las Vegas and we played nice because we had to. Otherwise, we were both going to get fired from our respective jobs. So we played nice and we spoke for a while. Jeremy Lambert appears to have returned. Hello. Is this working? Is this thing on? I think you're back. Okay. All right. The cheese I can't believe your wife got so angry that she unplugged the router. <laughs> yeah, she, she cut the internet. Oh, okay, I thought it was about to happen again. <laughs> oh gosh. You're back. You're All good right. for now. Oh my goodness. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. 
Hello? Okay. You're here. All right. Um, what were we talking about? You were gonna you were gonna say some stuff and then we started talking about cheesecake and cheesecake related activities. Oh. Okay. Okay. Here's honestly the cheesecake thing was much a more productive use of our time than what I was gonna say. Oh. Uh because I was just gonna complain. And I don't know if people want me to complain. I mean, is it about professional wrestling? Yeah. Then yes, people will absolutely listen to you complain. That's kind of what we do. So there, you you responded to this, Joel. Uh, Trevor Dame, we like Trevor. He does a great job uh, covering various things, specifically press conferences, but trying to hold media accountable and things like that. Um, So you responded to about like, oh, Trevor was kind of making a joke about the vent stuff. It should have been in a rankings format and then people would have talked about it. And you were like, you know, we're going to keep people abreast of the situation on in the weeds and we're going to continue to talk about it. The thing is not new information doesn't come out every single day. Uh, so like, we're not going to talk about it every single day, but when there's something new that comes out, we will on the subject of that. Uh, one, I back Joel of yes. I, I hope people realize that when new information comes out, we will continue to speak about it. Right now, there's not a whole lot to, to speak about. It's the same information we know. Um, you know. Again, when new stuff comes out, we'll have hopefully a new angle to take on it. But on the overall subject of that is, I think people understand what I do for a living uh, again. It's going to sound like I'm complaining. I'm sorry. I don't mean to come off like I'm complaining about stuff. <sighs> Wrestling kind of sucks right now. Not only with the the Vince stuff, and maybe there's not new information coming out about Vince, but everybody feels they have to have a comment on it. And when everybody feels they have to have a comment on it, and I'm not talking about people online. I'm talking about people in wrestling like Matt Riddle, who truly gives a fuck what Matt Riddle thinks about this. But as a news writer, sadly, I have to write about Matt Riddle's comments because it is relevant and in, I don't know about important. I shouldn't say that, but it is newsworthy former show. Um, But, you know, Tony Khan makes a comment that is a little bit more relevant and important than whatever the hell Matt Riddle has to say. Regardless, anybody who makes a comment about it, I'm typically writing about it. There's that. There is also, I'm sure people have seen, maybe you haven't, the reality of wrestling situation that is going on with Booker T. Uh, There was a big story on Fightful this past weekend about all that. Booker commented on his podcast on Monday about all of that. And then Rachel Rose put out a YouTube video late last night that I just put together an article on this morning. It gets very overwhelming and it gets, it really pertinent. Sure. Um, it, it gets, I, I don't know the word. It was just like, I think it's overwhelming like draining is a pretty good yes draining word. draining is a, is a good word yeah it gets very mentally draining having to cover all of this again there might not be new information with the vent stuff 
but everybody wants to comp wrestlers want to comment on it. And so it just drudges it all up again, because I am writing the same line about the case and the allegations every single day. When it comes to the racial role stuff, there is new information because people who are part of the story are commenting on the story. I, I don't want to, uh, and this is not trying to make it sound like I'm complaining. I do think that, I'm covering this to the best of my ability on it. And I also think, especially in the case of the racial role stuff, uh, because we were the ones who kind of put that story out there. I almost feel like I'm the only one covering this. And, and that's not a complaint. That is almost a fact of you don't see a lot of other websites who are really looking at this, these comments and running stories on this stuff. They're, if anything, probably just waiting for me to do it. And like, okay, well, then I'll just take what Fightful says because they're the one that covered the story. Anyway, it's not fun to cover sexual assault allegations, sexual trafficking allegations, stalker allegations. It's not fun to cover any of this. And it does get very draining. And I do get very burnt out on it um and sometimes it doesn't make the on-screen product as fun for me uh, that's that's all apologies to the talent who's working on screen because they are trying their best it's all apologies to the the talent that has nothing to do with any of this because they are trying their best but i just don't always feel like sitting down and be like you know what i really want to do today after writing about all this stuff i want to watch some professional wrestling typically not how i'm feeling at the end of the day I, I would rather watch something else. Um, again, I don't know. I, I, this doesn't have too much of a point. I'm just waking up every morning at this point and being like, what shitty thing is going to happen today that I have to write about? And waking up and seeing Rachel Rose has posted a new video and spending my morning covering that. And then jumping on doing this show, which I love doing, it's just like, man, I kind of just want to take a nap. Yeah, that was me yesterday, <laughs> for the record. My, uh, yeah, Tuesdays are, are usually my day off, no wrestling, no kid. I take him to school and then I have the rest of the day to run errands and just be away from everything. And I did that. I, I worked on one thing that I was, uh, that Denise Salcedo reached out to me to, to help her with something that was video related or audio related helped her with that. But otherwise I was out of wrestling. I did, I'll be honest. I didn't watch NXT last night. I knew what was going on. I followed on what was going on. Probably going to watch the show later today, but last night I wasn't really interested in, in, in wrestling because of a lot of what we talked about and a lot of what I, what I tweeted about with the Trevor Dane thing. And he was, he was, he was, I, I got what he was talking about, but I also know that he takes kind of a jokey joke approach to some of this stuff. Um, and so I understood the reference, but I also wanted before anyone tried to either dogpile on him or take it as like, a, oh, he's he's right. Everyone should be doing this all the time and talking about always. I wanted to at least set the the, the tone and the example that, you know, like I said, on, on Fightful, we haven't stopped. We haven't stopped working, talking, doing anything related to uh, a story that is awful to cover. 
but needs to be talked about. So we continue to do that when we continue to do it because it's important to, it's important to us and it's important to, uh, to, to fans to understand what's going on and the severity of the allegations and the severity of the story. And, and also the fact that this isn't going to go away tomorrow, but also it's not going to stop tomorrow either. This is a long term story. This is going to be a lot. Of, there will be more conversations, but they're not going to be every day. Today is, is a lot more lighthearted to be honest, in terms of the content that we're going to go over because they're just there. There isn't anything to talk about, and we're not going to force anything to talk about when there isn't anything currently to talk about. You know what I mean? I hope people do take their breaks. I hope people do uh, find enjoyment in wrestling and they can watch NXT without thinking about all of the other stuff going on, or they can watch Raw or Dynamite, whatever you want to watch. Even, hey, if you need to get away from wrestling, I completely understand that as well. I, I do hope people take their breaks and I do hope people don't try to put themselves in a bubble of this daily. I think that's okay. I fully think that's okay. I I wish I had more capability to do that. I unfortunately oftentimes don't because this is the the job that I have. And I, I, I think this goes for Sean as well, who's also reporting on all of this stuff. It's like, it can get very taxing. And uh, I don't know. I apologize to people if I'm grumpy. Um, Because, you know, it's not just that portion of it. We, We fill a lot of roles here. And so I'm also like being asked questions from other people of like, hey, should I do this? Should I do that? And sometimes it's like, man, I don't know. I don't know can you just like do it and then not bother me <laughs> with it? I'm sorry, but I, I just don't have the capacity to think of other things. And like, I don't I'm not always given that grace. I know I have to be like, yeah, I'll try to make this work. I'll try to figure this out. Okay. I'll try to do this because that's just part of my job. But I, I truly do hope people actually take their time and, and do get away from the situation as best they can. And I don't begrudge you for doing that. And I don't think you are ignoring the situation for doing that. I don't think we are ignoring the situation for doing that. I just don't always want to rehash it. And I I can hope that people understand the positions we are also in when it comes to, when it comes to doing all of this. I think it's really funny and really interesting that if anyone has ever had experience working in a non not nonprofit in a uh, in a startup of any kind, a startup business is full of people who are just trying to figure shit out while doing work that they deem important and that that they're trying to show people is important as well. And that's kind of what we at Fightful are. We are a startup for all intents and purposes. We may have been around since 2016, but like as as a growing entity, as the way that we are now, we're still developing. We're still figuring it out. And as a result, things that Jeremy talks about when it's like management or, you know, what should I do? How should I do it? Like the, just the, the, the day-to-day managerial roles you take on in a startup are not ones that you're necessarily trained for in a startup mentality. It's a very, it's again, it's, I've experienced it. So I understand it, but I don't know how many others do when they're watching our show, you know, because if you're working a desk job, you know, you're working. Uh, you're working a, uh, in a place where the place it's been open for 25 years, and it's an established company, and so on and so forth. Like, there's already 
a procedure in place for everything. The management is understanding and knowledgeable and they know what they're doing because they came with experience where in the startup culture, often you're figuring it out as you go along. It's very DIY and you want to tie it all back to wrestling. When did we talk about this with CM Punk? Punk wanted structure because Punk didn't get structure in AEW because AEW has that startup mentality and it's not a bad thing. It's just the way that operation is. So as a result, WWE, which has been around longer, they have procedures set up. It is a different boat. It is a different wheel. And therefore, everything operates differently. My point being, um, as you kind of say those words, I think about the fact that we're, we're all figuring it out, especially in wrestling media where we don't have oodles of money and oodles of backing dollars to do it. But we're also doing work that is important to us and important to the people that we serve being the 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 audience and our, our fan base our listenership our viewership whatever you want to call them uh people who watch the show that's part of what we do and that's part of what you know wrestling media is, is tasked with doing especially as we become and have become at fightful the the predominant news breakers and predominant news makers of uh of wrestling media as you say all of this and look i i agree because i don't think a lot of people understand what a lot of us do on this, especially like behind the scenes kind of, kind of stuff. Um, Cause we're all just trying to build this thing and make it the best we possibly can. Maven has scheduled a live stream titled addressing the Vince McMahon allocations. Sure. Just sure. The man got rightfully flacked for his last thumbnail, which was, things that you couldn't do in wwe and the vid in the it was him doing the oh my god face while there was a photo of vince mcmahon with his arm around someone on an episode of raw or smackdown and everyone was like that's a little not great and now he's got to talk about it okay i i don't know man see but this is this is what i'm talking about not of... not everyone needs to talk about it wow. not, not everyone needs to give their official on the record opinion how's that you know what people should do when they're no no don't do it man allegations don't do it what they should do that means you need shut the fuck up that's what i do if i had no army i would fuck up shut the fuck yep that's this too um i've said this and and this is kind of the last comment i want to make This, this is something that i've said um online and i stand by it and i don't and 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 i don't want people to get the wrong idea because i am sure shit not gatekeeping this conversation or the the coverage of allegations of any kind but if your reasoning for doing a story or having a conversation about this lawsuit is because you think it'll bolster your clicks and views stop do the thing that jeremy just did that video do do what it says stop it okay stfu stop it do not do it it's not going to work if you're ready to have a serious conversation about it absolutely approach it and be be mindful be tactful be respectful and have those conversations but do not come into it just so you can come running and screaming on whatever platform you use about your feelings because this is not this is this is much more than a feelings story cody and then the rollins and rock stuff feeling story yell into the microphone at 100 miles an hour again i david lagreca i bring up busted open lagreca did fantastic work having fun with that story and being passionate and emotional but they also you know 
they also know when to take it down and, and do a serious conversation about what's going on in real life. If you're going to have uh, those real life conversations, you've got to be ready to have those real life conversations. I, yeah, I hope Maven actually speaks about whatever his experience is and the, the lawsuit and like does handle it with tact and isn't just a, out like, let me do a live stream about the Vince allegations for stuff that I, I mean, he wasn't there for the timeline of Janelle Grant. So I obviously the Vince stories go way, way back. Maybe he can speak to that. But I do think a lot of people are just speaking about it because, hey, it's a big topic to speak about. Let me get some clicks on this. A lot of wrestler podcasts feel like they're doing this and they shouldn't. And they should shut the fuck up about it. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc yeah <sighs> um i was gonna add something now i just don't want to do it <laughs> i was gonna say something and now i just don't want to do it so so i'm gonna leave it if it, if it comes up oh you, you know what i will because it was funny um we dropped the, I don't know if you saw this. We dropped the Tim Marchman interview, yeah. the actual separate one. Yeah. I know you say don't read the comments, but I like to go in and I, oh, I filter the comments. I just make sure that no one's saying anything incredibly disrespectful. Because once in a while, there are some people who come in and, and say some heinous things because it's YouTube. Someone has to moderate. So I, I take that on because I, I offered to do that. So I do that. Shout out to that one person who, and I doubt they're watching this one. Just a, a wall of comments, including... One that said something along the lines of you can tell Jeremy and Joel are shaking in their boots and just waking up in cold sweat as Tim explains how to do their job to them. And I'm saying my reply was basically, you realize we asked Tim to join the show, that this was our decision, right? And then their reply was just like, oh, I guess I got a little out of hand. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I saw that. And all I think of when I read it, all I thought was just like, huh? why why would we be shaking in our boots and waking up in a cold sweat because tim is explaining all of us yeah we did ask tim to come on we want tim to hopefully help everybody and we want tim to come on because i thought it would be a useful conversation for everybody ourselves included yes oh whatever it's all i don't read the comments Joel. no but, but again this is one of those times where i was just reading the comments and i was like what do you read your do you read what you're saying a lot of stream of consciousness maybe that was jensen burner you want to talk about stream of consciousness i called him out for doing the weekender in his car this week <laughs> awesome. 
Uh, I love Steven Johnson. Please go watch the spotlight every Thursday morning on youtube.com slash Fightful. Jeremy and Steven Jensen do a great job. They got a good interview coming up this Thursday, don't you? I think so. I was present for it. Wonderful. I, I'm so happy. I can't remember it. Now it was fun. Uh, it, was, it was Patrick O'Malley who was referee on the independent scene. He was, he was a good dude. So yeah, we have, we have that interview this week. Um, Jensen's going to take a victory lap, I'm sure, because Cody's getting his WrestleMania match. So. Good. TV's back on the wall. He's happy. He's excited. Yeah. Doesn't have to record the weekender in his car because he burned down his apartment. It's going to be fun. Before we get into the uh, the Seth and Cody stuff, I know chat's kind of talking about the uh, the Shotzi Blackheart injury that happened in NXT last night. Just want to send some some love to her. Hopefully the injury is not so severe that it keeps her out for a long time. Uh, it just sucks when anyone gets injured in the ring, especially when they're currently, you know, busy and booked and, and being featured. Uh, so, yeah, I just want to send that out. Shotzi is a fantastic human and a fantastic worker, and it sucks to see anyone get injured in the ring. Yeah, hopefully, um, you know, she it's not too serious. She heals up quickly. Very unfortunate that, um, uh, that, that the injury happened, um, you know, and hopefully hopefully she's back sooner rather than later and we can at least rehab goes well and everything never won injuries yeah she's scheduled for a match on friday for a hell uh, for an elimination chamber qualifier match uh someone in the chat's asking how will they explain it honestly i think they'll just explain it as such she got injured at nxt on tuesday and that's that yeah that's that i don't think they need to make a kayfabe argument for it it's just who's she scheduled to face on friday i feel like it's tiffany oh uh, okay they then they might maybe they run some type of injury angle i don't know because they like doing that regardless maybe they they do damage control injured shotzi and then just run an angle off of it though but the weird thing is like doing that because like they taped the match so I don't know if they'll like air the portion of the match and then have the injury. But then, you know, Ava, sorry, this is spoilers, everybody. Um, Ava came out and just said, oh, open challenge. So maybe they just don't air the match at all. Ava just comes out and is like, hey, Shotzi's not medically cleared, as you heard on Friday's SmackDown. Now we're going to do an open challenge for the title. Um, maybe, maybe they do that. I do think that they'll... They'll, they'll say on SmackDown, though, she got injured. Maybe they do some type of an angle. And you probably don't want her flying out to the venue or anything for SmackDown. But maybe they have they have some type of an angle that they can run or, or speak of. I'm sure they have Shotzi laying out in the back from a clip two years ago or something. Going to bring out Charlotte Flair. Have her. She's on her. She's ahead of her recovery. Charlotte Flair is going to come out and just win the match against tiffany stratton there you go i mean maybe charlotte uh hashtag bow down you know that's hopefully right. she's back sooner rather than later that's the reason why andrade is not uh not on the show is because she she they got into an argument over who gets to use the bus <laughs> she said she said no you can't use the bus while i'm injured and he's like then i just won't come to work and everyone's just like we can't do anything about this he either comes to work or he doesn't get the bus i don't know what's going on <laughs> anyway we send our best to Shotzi. Yeah, yeah. They, they, there are a lot of ACL injuries to, to women all over women's sports. It's uh, it's tough. I don't know what you do to prevent that. It's not just a WWE thing. I mean, we just, we just saw Kylan King announce she got 
an ACL injury. Like it's, it's rough. It's rough. And I don't know, I don't know how you prevent it. I don't know what kind of medical you use to prevent it. Honestly, injuries are, they just like happen. You know, they got uh, a player coming on the field, uh, Greenlaw from the, on the Super Bowl. He was just jumping out onto the field after a punt. Achilles popped like shit just happens, man. Yeah, it does. It's, it's wild. I mean, the, the, the Seth injury was also, it was just a bad landing on a, uh, on a, on a jump on a, on a, uh, what do you call it? On a, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So, uh, so that's where that is. Yeah. I just figured we put that out there. Uh, what are we, should we talk about Ross speaking to Seth? Yes. Seth came out and he said shield big fan of Michael Chiklis, I guess. Yeah, he's gonna shave his head bald. He's gonna come out looking like a giant nutsack and be like, "I got wow. this." What? Sorry, Family Guy reference. That was a deleted scene too, so that's really digging deep. If y'all remember, uh, yeah, Seth comes out, cuts a good promo, great promo. Everyone's excited, and he mentions that he's gonna be the shield to Cody's uh, American's Night Sword. And uh, this this got me thinking. You know where where does this go? What is this match? What what does he do? I, there it's a tag team possibilities. match. If you do okay, so let's 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 explore the possibilities. The tag match is good. By the way, get your super chats in. Let's talk about this whole thing. Uh, the, you can do the tag match, which I, I agree. We should do tag match, Cody and Seth versus Rock and Roman, but they should add it that the winner gets if, if they beat Seth and Cody, then Cody doesn't get to finish the story night two. It's gonna be Rock Roman night two. And then if Seth and Cody win, then Cody gets his night two. His main sucks opinion. for Seth. He's like, ah, I gotta wrestle twice. Seth's gotta wrestle. Yeah, he's gotta do it anyway. That's just the that's yeah. that's the one issue with this idea. Again, we're putting out ideas. Uh, and then if you do the tag match night one, Seth is very going to be heavily involved in the finish and the pin. He's either going to get the pin, take the pin, or protect Cody from getting beat down by the solo or Jimmy Uso or whoever comes out to try and, and get involved in the match. But it feels like Seth is going to be the protector, despite having a hobbled wheel. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's one of the things I was thinking about. Also, Seth basically just saying Roman came out here and said that my belt is second rate, and yeah, he's right. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't like that part. That's where I, I'm lost. I'm like, this was a great promo from Seth. Like it was a good promo. The story they are telling with Seth is good. The problem is the story is disjointed because they made it disjointed with just Cody stepping aside and then not stepping aside. And also Seth being a champion for a belt that he doesn't seem, even he doesn't seem too concerned about. He's like, I'm more concerned about protecting Cody than this elimination chamber qualifier where I'm going to have to defend my title and getting my WrestleMania match. Like, uh, Seth Seth has the like the right motivations as far as Roman Reigns goes and now the Rock and and even a little bit Cody but being a champion with these motivations after he was like pick me Cody pick me pick me and then it was I understood why you didn't pick me I don't have the title that's actually meaningful here and I was like eh you you're you're just proving everything Roman and even Cody have said to basically be true like if i don't know if i'm seth i'd have a little bit more pride in that title but like you didn't pick me all right fuck you like i'll go out face roman reigns do it on your own you think you can beat this dude i hope you do 
don't come crying to me when you fail again. We could have had a banger match because people love when they use those terms and things like that. We could have no, had no, this he's great not match. Right now. He's, he's injured, so he's... You know. Sorry. Hope Shane, best wishes to Seamus. I'll take him back on television soon. Uh, we could have had a great match. We could have stolen the show. We could have proven what this title was all about. And instead, you want to try to once again face Roman Reigns. You want to be a little bitch and step aside, but then not step aside. Like Seth should have called him out on that stuff. The story is disjointed. They're trying. They're making their best out of it. The players involved are very good. I know a lot of people are intrigued by it. But when you really break it down, the story is very disjointed. This is why I'm okay with letting it play out because it is, it's been pivoted. It's been changed up. There are things that they still have to uh, kind of figure out. Like why did Cody say I took counsel and I'm not going to take the title at WrestleMania. He's got it. And it's not a hard, uh, it's not a hard thing to explain. If you're telling the story, it could easily just be, they they started talking crazy about bloodline stuff and clearly they had the plan that they were going to go off and go rogue so i decided i'm you know i'm i'm not about that blah 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 you can tell a story like that it was a once once he said that he was going to trick me i'm i'm out so i don't know what they do i don't know how they do it but i'm i'm willing it feels to feels like they just ignore it and they move it's, on right and now, they... so right now yes but it feels like this is one of those things where as they get deeper into the storytelling they're going to have to address because people do keep asking and that's good. I'm glad that people keep kind of making reference to it on their socials and just being like, I should probably explain this one little thing. Well, you can address that now. Like you don't have to wait for any of this. And we have the it. match being official. The, so the if, Roman thing. So sorry. I was going to say, if anything, you do it on Friday when you have Roman and rock do an in-ring promo or rock and be like, you want to know what Cody said to me? Cody said this, this, this. And then I said, you know my my blood my blood da 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 and then i Cody didn't say shit to him though cody said he took up counsel he said he spoke to the rock so the rock yeah, comes but... out and he explains what cody said to him and he lies about it and he lies his teeth out he just lies his, he lies about everything cody comes out and says that's not what we talked about this is what we talked about and then clearly you didn't want to stay with it so i came out and i decided that no i'm going to take back what's mine and this is my title or you can have triple h be like I hear what they said, and I didn't really agree with it, so I'm going to give you a title match because you deserve a title match because that's what the WrestleMania winner does. He was the WrestleMania title. It was a great Royal Rumble. We got to talk more about the Royal Rumble and how great it was and talk about our Netflix deal. With, sorry, got off on a tangent. Either way, Triple H is going to be involved in the explanation in some way as well. I don't think Rock is the one that needs to explain this. Rock was the one, honestly, who got screwed over because Cody decided to be like, I took counsel. Here's the Rock. And then Roman is like, I'm going to face the Rock. And Rock's like, here's a family tree. And then Cody came out and said, this is bullshit. Cody was the one who went off plan in storyline here. Anyway, it looked like he stepped aside and then he inserted himself back in the picture. And then triple H was like, ah, we're doing Cody and, and Roman. Cody's the one who needs to explain why he steps aside in the first place. Not rock rock. Doesn't need to explain shit. Rock was like, we talked about it. He stepped aside. We were going to do this match. It was going to be about family. It always was. This is this is what we're fighting for. This is the bloodline. I'm the high chief. He says he's the tribal chief. And then Cody started acting like a little bitch and disrespected our family. And so I had to smack him. But see, Cody, he's an idiot. Thank you for cutting that down, by the way. Cody's an idiot. That's, that's it. Like... 
Cody needs to explain this, not Rock. I think Rock needs to come out and lie about it, and then Cody needs to come out and set the record straight because he's the white meat baby face. And the Rock is the heel, and the heels lie. And then Cody says, I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want now you forced my hand because you flat out lied. And now I'm gonna tell you what happened. And then when I got to the ring and you told me that I was a crybaby bitch and I had to smile and take it like a man, that's when I decided that on Thursday at the press conference that I was going to take back my match. Maybe. Maybe. Cody's got to do some explaining, though. Not Rock. Rock doesn't need to explain. Rock needs to keep calling him crybaby. And that's that. He has some splaming to do. So somebody's saying uh, Seth needs to be part of the end of Roman. I agree with that. I've said that. Doesn't matter. That guy left anyway. He said that our bad our takes our takes are bad. It's fine. Oh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, it's true. He does need to part of the, be part of the end of Roman. Yeah. But he's putting together his Avengers. Like this is clearly what's going on. Yeah. I said that he needs to be part of Roman. I've been saying that. I said he's got more right to face Roman than really anybody else. Outside of, I mean, Cody's won the Rumble, but like the story with Seth and Roman is legitimately one of the best stories they have if they told it properly. And they're not really telling it properly right now because Seth is making his own title feel secondary. But I agree he needs to be part of all of this. The problem is he's got this title that they can't figure out if it's meaningful or not. Well, it's not. (laughs) Well, Until, until Drew McIntyre wins it after he wins the Elimination Chamber. I mean, Drew probably should win it, honestly. So he should what, win it and then come out the raw after Manny and be like, and then I signed a new contract. I don't know why I can't do his accent. That was awful. I'm sorry. Awful. It's really bad. Yeah, you should be embarrassed by that. I kind of am. I can do better. Good. We'll, we'll workshop it. We'll try it again later. Drew. And then that, what? I don't know. What is happening? It's, it's just what we do here. It's just what we do. So Drew Drew comes out the night after WrestleMania. He won, and he's like, I, 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 I won the world title, and I signed a new contract. Okay. okay, so they're doing the tag team match. We all assume they're doing the tag team match, right? Yep. Given that that uh, promo that they ran at Super Bowl, yeah, it feels that way for sure. We've, we talked a little bit about the booking of it. Like Cody takes the L, and to set up adversity, and then you, you can't do if that's the case, then obviously you can't do like, Hey, if rock and Roman win rock and Roman, that's is the problem. Too. That's what I'm Yeah. That's why I was like, this is an idea. This isn't necessarily the way it should go. Cause yeah, Cody has to, Cody should be eating the pin to set up the big moment. And this is why I love, by the way, the night one, night two, the tag match into the main event night two, it, it really forces you to be at both nights. Like it is a, it really is a good cliffhanger and it's not like, one year you're like, oh, I just really want to see this match. I don't care about this match. This is really kind of forcing you to watch both nights in some capacity, which then WWE can turn around and just be like, look how many people watched our show. Yeah, it was for like 19 minutes out of four hours. But everybody watched the show. And that's that's something they would do. I think Cody should lose night one. And then he should lose night two. <laughs> uh, and then Roman takes the titles to Hollywood. Yeah, it should just with, be with the rock. big old loser at the, wrestling. The Rock's like, congratulations, you won. And now you and I are going to go be in Moana too, and you're going to bring in that WWE championship. The Rock, the Rock pens in night one, or Roman just stacks Cody and Seth. Just stack them both. And then 
Roman pens him night two. It can stack Seth night two too. Seth comes out and tries to help and he gets stacked again. Roman Roman should stack all these dorks on night two. Here comes Kevin to try to help. Here comes Sammy. Here comes Jay. Roman just stacks all of them up and pens them all. Like, get these losers out of here. It feels this, very, very wrong. Beats them all. What do you think of this idea, Sean? Is that a hash brown? Is that a hash brown? Did the old McDonald's special. Oh, you oh, McNuggets. I enjoy that. Yeah. You know. Are you a Cody Crybaby eating your I McNuggets? Cody Crybaby. Demon Diva told me all week that I was. Um, not that she would have any incentive to cheer on Roman Reigns. Not like she named her dog after it or anything. But uh, I didn't get I couldn't get nuggets this early, so I'm, I'm just going to shove these up my ass. Apparently, yeah. very um, very carefully, as Pat McAfee would say, very carefully. And I'm going to put my cat out. <laughs> I thought he was actually going to go and just shove them up his ass on camera. <laughs> this is like a Steve O Hot Ones moment coming for us. Got the got the orange juice. Okay. Okay. As well. Somebody said, so Sean got cheesecake. I did get cheesecake last night. Atta boy. Get out of here, Jeremy. Cheesecake's awful. You're awful. What's up with cheesecake? What did I miss? I I don't like it. That's what's up with it. It, It's a bad food. It's terrible. People should eat something else. You know, I don't fault anybody for not liking cheesecake. Because if you have been exposed to the wrong cheesecake, well... You're never going to like it. If you get some soggy, crappy crust or something like that, then yeah, you're not going to like it ever. But if you get cheesecake for the first time and it's homemade and it's got that good crumbly crust, oh, it's going to be, it's going to be good. What kind uh, of cheesecake are we eating, Sean? It's all hmm? bad. What kind of cheesecake are we eating? Straight up. Yeah, no topping. No topping. Um, maybe some whipped cream. Okay. Okay. Uh, cheesecake Factory out here has a good like Oreo cheesecake, but I can get through like half of it now. Before I started to train for the Shaza match, I could have that and dinner, but now, uh, now if I get through half of it, I'm like, oh brother, no, no thanks, no thanks. Okay. Chat earlier was talking about uh, pumpkin pie cheesecake or pumpkin cheesecake. Sounds delicious. I'd try. It. Pumpkins make you horny, Joel. I'm sorry, I'm not doing this right now. It's too early, even for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness i saw it on mansers or something like that mansers what a show that, that was, was yeah that's that takes me way back what a show the cat just went into business for itself this As cat's named kofi hi kofi oh he's so cuddly he is he's very sweet we we, we appreciate a good cat on this we like to show. think that he oh, would have God. anderson silva's voice jeremy People what? We like to think that that cat would have Anderson Silva's voice. Oh, fair. I'm back. Trust me. I'm back. Anderson Silva. is normal. <laughs> so why'd um, you all ask me to come on this show? I don't know. Were you asked? Were you? you just like a peer. Yeah. You're kind of like Joe Henry in like the worst way. What is that? Is that bacon? Eggs, that's an that's an sausage. sausage. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so stale. Yeah, yeah, they're oh, they're muffins good. always are. Nah, you gotta you go McGriddle. You gotta no. go McGriddle, man. I know, I know. I've yeah, I've man. leaned more into the McGriddle. Listen to this thing. McGriddle's what's up. 
<laughs> You're eating cardboard out here. <laughs> I think that's, that's why I don't eat McDonald's much, man. Damn. Yeah. Lord. Yeah, I, always, awesome. I always go McGriddle when, when I go breakfast Whoa. food at McDonald's. Look at that. Send it back. Yeah, you got to drive it back to McDonald's now. Yeah, send it back. I door dashed it. That's I like $20 oh. for this meal. Even better. Oh, <laughs> Even much. better, you bring it back. <laughs> way too much. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry. You should have just got a salmon stack. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Is the orange juice good at least? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, that's yeah. actually great. Minute Maid ain't going to mess, let McDonald's mess them up. Look, they might because they might have just got your order wrong. I don't know if you ordered like a sweet tea and they gave you orange juice. That's That happens to me. I ordered a sweet tea. They gave me non-sweet tea. I was like, what? What are we doing? Even though AG1 doesn't sponsor us anymore, I still use their product. I get my vitamin C through their product, but sometimes you just need a nice little orange juice. Yeah, get to going through the day. Get to get that sugar up too. Mm. I spent time last night watching how to make prison pizza, which is actually nachos, but. Uh, are you like planning much? for something? Yes. No, I just okay. popped up in the algorithm. Sure. What are your kids watching on the account, Jeremy? Oh, they get very mad that on on the account, like it's it's fightful videos. They're always complaining. Yeah, like, you screwed up my algorithm. Because... Well, imagine how I feel when Roblox is the only thing that I see on <laughs> ours. Is that what happens? I don't. I get a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, it's hooked up to my TV with whatever uh, account that your kids use. I'm gonna I, start watching stuff. Use on... like the fightful account or anything. Well, they sure do. It's not logged in on that though. They're hacking your computer or something. They must be because it's not <laughs> switching the that. account. <laughs> Maybe sometimes I have to like search a video to like make sure they're not doing anything super inappropriate. So Roblox is is probably something I do search at. Uh, There's another to... one in here. Come what? On, Oliver. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's another cat. That's what I thought we were. What's doing. happening? They all just they just appear. That's the thing with cats. They oh, just, the skibbity toilet. They they used to love that. That's that's gone down oh, a little yeah. bit. But he just lot. likes to hang out on my shoulder all day. Fair. I got the shoulder cat. <laughs> that's the good stuff. Yeah, no, uh, this is this is what I'm saying, man. You gotta you gotta go on the Fightful account, watch a bunch of like food content. That's what I'm gonna start doing, is just watching food content and interview content. And I'm just gonna flood the algorithm on that. Our our for you page, just that. Just food and content. This cat likes to do backflips. It's very, very strange. People are going to start asking for backflips. I mean, we can see if he'll if he'll do it. All right, buddy, come on. Let's see. Uh oh, we're trying nope, to. Nope, we're trying he, to get he wants to. No, he's, he wants he to cuddle wants, up. He just no, wants to be here. We're yeah. trying to get uh, stupid pet tricks. That's a show on TBS. I think it airs. Yeah, Eastern live after AEW Dynamite. This little gentleman, he'll start off, and I'll just flip him onto the couch, and then I'll take a step back, flip. He just keeps running back to me. He wants it over and over again to the point to where we can go all the way across the room. And he's, I'm like, I cannot safely do this anymore. Like, it's not an option. Look at that. Look Aww. at that. Aww. Some, some weirdos on Twitter might not like me, but this little fella does. <laughs> Although the good thing is the weirdos on Twitter don't live with you. There was so... I told this to Kate and Alex the other night. I encountered my first like hater in person. And I, like he kept on going, SRS is a mark from you know his paid seats. Uh, but 
Who's who's saying that up there? But his friend kept going, no, Sean, I like you. <laughs> and after the end of the show, I'm talking to Alexis Littlefoot and, you know, my, my good friend Cody Rhodes. And this guy was like, SRS, you blocked me. And somebody goes, he did the right thing. <laughs> and I was like, Why is that yeah, I probably Terry blocked Funk? you because you're an asshole. Like, very clearly, I made the, the right decision here. You should and have Ali beat him up. He yeah. goes, yeah, she she wanted to. Yeah. And he was like, no, you're soft. And I was like, you came to a wrestling show and are complaining about a person who blocked you on Twitter. That is, uh, God, this cat just will not stop. Sean, can you ask your good friend Cody Rhodes to join the spotlight for five minutes to speak with Steven Jensen? I mean, yeah, but I mean, I could only get a minute with him in Tampa. <laughs> You got you got plenty of time with him at, at uh, SummerSlam weekend last year. It was a little bit different. Yeah, we we need we need to make Jensen's like life to to make this happen and do a Cody Rhodes interview. If I had ten dollars for every time somebody said, "Can you can you get me to meet Cody Rhodes? Can you get me to meet <laughs> this person? Can you get me tickets?" Steven Even Jensen's the people different. that I work with have a fundamental misunderstanding of what my job is. Yes, that's true. God damn it. Can confirm. But Steven Jensen's different, you know? Like, yeah, he it, is great. No one writes harder for Cody Rhodes than Steven Jensen. No. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> uh, it looks like you have a hater in the house after all. Oh, my God. gosh. That he was He's addicted to the spotlight. <laughs> seriously that was great <laughs> unreal oh my goodness well guys it was it was nice to get your ratings up thank, thank you. you thank hey, you hey house brother y'all y'all are doing the hump i assume this afternoon no oh okay what do you guys <laughs> want to talk about today because jimmy isn't coming to work okay then uh i guess my my question might be better suited for jimmy at another time it was about the demore stuff i got a lot of info on the demore stuff I know, but I specifically wanted elaboration on the Ontario employment law comment from the select uh, submission. Fair. That's more, I think that might be more of a Jimmy comment, but you I'll let what? him, I'll let him elaborate. I'll get him to elaborate and then I'll read it on the air. That would be fantastic. Appreciate you. See you guys. Thanks. Bye, Sean. There we go. See, sometimes I, sometimes I ask work related questions on this show, helping eh. the people, you know, eh. Yeah, we're not we're not gonna hump on on Valentine's Day. That seems disappointing for y'all. <laughs> that does. <laughs> <laughs> Joshua Moreira said to Super Chat saying for Snoop Dogg, Jeremy. Josh, what up? Check out Josh on True Hill Heat. There we go. Oh, that's true. Actually, I love True Hill yeah. Heat. Shout out to them. Uh, Caden said to Super Chat saying, "Love all y'all. Glad to have in, in the weeds to distract a bit today." Now you send our love, Caden. Hope you're doing all right. Hope you're doing good on today and every day. And Will Chisholm sent to. Excuse me, said to Super Chad saying, if, uh, if it's true that they change Jade and might not be in the chamber match, do y'all believe it's because they can't have her take a pin no matter how they book her? Uh, if you think so, is it the right thing? Well, we, we don't know. We know that there is a battle royal for the final participant in the chamber match. We don't know if Jade is involved in that. We don't know if Jade's in the match itself. Uh, we just know that at one point there was a rumor that she would be based on the outlines of silhouettes in the elimination chamber women's graphic so i don't know if you have yeah. any yeah i don't know until it gets announced right? also i was gonna say like bianca pins jade 
you just set up a potential WrestleMania. Yeah. No yeah, one's going to be could, upset about that. Yeah, you can have Jade take a pinfall in an Elimination Chamber style yeah. match. I, I know people get weird about like they shouldn't be taking pins this early, like keep them undefeated forever. No, honestly, get the loss out of the way early. And then that way you don't have to try to book around an undefeated streak. Have her pinned by Bianca, set up the Mania match. She can win at Mania and go from there. Have her learn from the loss. That's the best part too, is that she comes in and then Bianca be like, you're, you're in the big leagues now. You don't get to go 70 something. Not that, not that they're going to reference it, but like you don't get to come in and be undefeated here. You don't get to come in and be the top dog. There are other top dogs here. We're going to fight about it. And Jay just like, you know what? You're right. We're going to fight about it. And that's fine. That's like the like, worst Bianca Belair promo I've ever heard in my Thank life. You. I'm not going to do a Bianca Belair promo because I am not Bianca Belair. It's so simple to do a Bianca Belair promo. Bianca, Jade comes out and, you know, I don't know if Jade even speaks. Maybe they never speak. They just get interrupted. And Bianca just said, like, you're really good. But you're not the fastest. You're not the strongest. You're not the greatest. You're not the EST of WWE. And I'll see you at WrestleMania. That's it. That's that's all you gotta do. Just reference the EST stuff. Just make that's EST all. comments. That's fair. Okay, fine. Either way, that's a Bianca promo. There you go. Uh, yeah. So so it could be as easy as that. Again, I I agree with Jeremy that getting pinned early is like not. You shouldn't go undefeated immediately. I would rather Jade react to being. Uh, to 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 losing a match or being pinned, then have her just continuously win, 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 win. And also, you you run the risk of just people being weird if you run an undefeated streak that she just she just got out of that. And like, if you debut her the same way that you brought her in in AEW, it's kind of like, well, we did this already. Let's tell a different story. Is what I'm getting at. Well, she got eliminated in the Rumble. If she gets pinned in a multi-person elimination chamber match, fine. Like these are WWE staples. It's like okay. And Jade can be very good, but she ain't never been in a rumble. She ain't never been in elimination chamber taking those L's completely fine. And then she wins the one-on-one match at WrestleMania. Great. Yeah. You learn in ways to tell stories that aren't an undefeated streak. That's right. And even like, uh, you know, they were talking about on Monday that next Monday is going to be Cody versus drew. And those are two guys. Yeah. I was surprised by that. And those are two guys that you're like, Oh, neither of these guys should be losing but also we can get out of our heads and be like one of these guys losing can fuel the other it's not a bad thing you know for a long time it was keeping both strong going into mania you've got a lot of time though to build them to mania have drew lose and then have him be a really pissed off individual going into the elimination chamber have that fuel his rage even more odds are it's going to be more of a schmoz finish if i had to guess but if you're going to have one win over the other, I'd keep Cody strong because he is, you know, running the main event of WrestleMania and Andrews the heel. Let the babyface win in a in a big main event match. What I would have happen was they they're doing their match, it's going well and everything, and then Roman Reigns comes out and he stacks them and pens them both. That's what they should do on Monday. Everybody just gets pinned. I want Roman to just like burn burn it down. That's a Seth Rollins thing. Yeah, I was gonna Seth say Seth tries to come out and he gets stacked as well. Damian Priest tries to cash in, stacked. All these guys stacked. Remember when smashed? Remember when Seth came out in the Roman Shield gear 
for that rumble match in 22. Yeah, that rolled. Yeah, you know what I want? I want I want the role reversal. I want <laughs> now nah, shield roman was a little bitch i don't want that no no, no no i want roman to come out dressed as seth rollins for one week wearing the loud ass suits and just oh, pretend no, doing the terrible. cosplay oh let's go turn wow. that shit on his head <laughs> that sounds terrible it sounds terribly fantastic let's go uh, I, I i like roman that hoodie that that uh the levels greatness no nah, the the levels above oh That's yeah hoodie, right yeah. yeah that hoodie rules right there there, a, there a hoodie been, guy. I'm a big yeah, fan. Of good. Yeah, there's been some good gear that that Roman, this Roman iteration has had. Then there's stuff like the goat, <laughs> the greatness <laughs> of all levels, and it's a picture of Roman as a goat, and it's like furry community is going to eat this one up. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, that goat head one kind of sucks. Ooh, that was one you want to forget. Oh my goodness. Uh, the the Bronson Reed thing. We'll bring that up real quick from Raw. So Bronson Reed loses his Elimination Chamber qualifier to Bobby Lashley. No interference from Karen uh, Cross's group that everyone forgot. The Chronicle? No. The what are they called? The you know what's funny is like Crossbar? I'm legitimately trying to think about it and I can't. The remember. Crossroad. The, the Archers of Infamy. Is that the, right? Yeah. Is that it? Okay. The 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 cranberries. What are they called? <laughs> Chad, help me. I'm really confused. The the testament. Are they the testament? Are they old testament or new testament? They're probably old, if I had the to guess. Authors of testament? Final testament. Is testament. it? Are we sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. testament's a band that's really good, and final testament is not. Anyway, so final testament didn't get involved. The cranberries, the member berries. The, I don't even. Wow. I like the archers of infamy. The archers of of, of Spencer Love. <laughs> What are we well, doing? Joel, this was my special surprise this to is everybody. An awful surprise! What it is saying? a day of love, oh, Joel. Yeah. Okay. So, who better to have on than a man whose na- last name is literally Love? It is Spencer Love. He's here to Hi, make buddy. love to all of us. This is what happens when I put Joel Pearl over on Twitter. I get invited back to the show again. Hi, guys. Joel didn't invite you. He didn't have, he didn't have any idea this is nope, going on. totally me. That's this true. Me. That was the plan all along. Thank you, Spencer, for joining us. It's good to see you. It's good to see you guys. Happy happy day of me, I suppose. Yes, happy you day. Actually, that's different. You day. Oh, no, that's me. No, that's we day. We don't do that either. Spencer, do you no. know the name of Karrion Cross's group? Uh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I don't. <laughs> I think I don't think I do. Fair. We couldn't think of it. Judgment Day Two, it. Electric Boogaloo. Like yeah. I, I yeah, don't. I don't know. La Faction in Gobernables. <laughs> there we go. That's what we're gonna go with. The Brood. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just hope they're all trying their best and having fun. As long we're as they're the enjoying edge. themselves, that's it's, really what matters. Yeah. Just call him it's really what matters. Yeah, edge. that's how actually we're gonna get we're gonna get Edge back. He's yeah. he got kicked out of Judgment Day. He's gonna come lead the new Judgment Day. Christian's no, that's a different New Day is a different group. New Day is a different group. So. Ah, whatever. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. It's good to see you guys. How have you been? It's been a hot minute. I know. I doing, doing all right. Doing okay. You know, it's Valentine's Day. As a lover of love, I, I, I can't complain. Have you got any plans? What are you doing? Uh, any plans you can give away, I guess. I don't want to I don't want to blow the spot for you. It's funny that you think either of our partners are watching this program. Thank you. Hey, I mean, are you kidding me, Joel? 
That's true. My wife don't worry. My ex partner, my ex partner, didn't watch any of my stuff either. We're my good. my wife watches this show all the time for some reason. <laughs> no she's, idea she's why. Our, she's a general manager for Christ's sake. She is. She is. She is the anonymous uh, GM of the show. Um, we we exchanged gifts this morning. Look at this, by the way. This is very cool that my wife got me. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put this over. So it's a it's a record player, right? But it's an air okay. freshener for for the car. And for the, rest it, of the what for the wrestling fans no well i guess so but the records like the air fresheners are taylor swift albums there this is a pack of taylor swift albums and so i guess my car is going to smell like evermore or reputation i don't know what that smells so, like but so it's an air freshener so like yes. does it freshen spin the record play the record and make your room smell great I mean, I'm going to listen to, you know, the songs based on what record is playing on here. And then it'll make the car smell like the album. And also while the music is playing, it's honestly, it's pretty sweet. I never would have. Just look at the technology too. Like records used to be this big. And now we finally hit a point where we can shrink them down. What's next? How are we possibly going to consume music any better than this? It feels like at one point we should take a disc and make it mini and put it into a little container that we can shove into a box. And then put that box in a bigger box. Yes. There we go. Look at this. Four tracks on each side. We'll call it a a track listener. A track list? Yeah, there'd be sides. There's got to be something better. I don't think so. Uh, I do like that your your wife got you something from an artist that... uh, as much as she loves love, loves writing about her lost loves or her broken up loves. She also writes about love too. Let's be fair to the great Taylor Swift. Yeah, love that's songs. the future Mrs. Kelsey right there. You put some respect yeah. on that name. I think he's more likely the future Mr. Swift. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's true. fine by me too. <laughs> Wait, we're... Travis Swift is a hell of a football name, though. Yes, and he would be T Swift. <laughs> and if you could sell Swift jerseys, oh, there you go. The oh, they're gonna make all of that. I, yep. There's an Eagles player whose last name is Swift. DeAndre Swift, maybe. I thought you were uh, gonna say there was an Eagles player whose last name was Kelsey because you'd be right there too. Oh, that's also um, factual. Well. So yeah, they're gonna be at WrestleMania. Hopefully, uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna go out to to lunch here after this show. We're gonna not eat cheesecake, and then uh, that's that's gonna Why be. Why are you gonna not eat cheesecake? This cheesecake sucks. Oh, no, don't do it. Don't do it. What are your thoughts on cheesecake, Spencer? Are you gonna be around for this I'm show for, for longer than I'm, two I'm, minutes? I'm 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 for it. I, I am for cheesecake. I'm not here to like yuck your yum though. Um. If you don't like cheesecake, that's fine. There are more egregious things that people don't like than cheesecake. I'll I'll let this one slide. Such as? It's awful. I don't know. I don't really have any hot takes. I'm a pretty, know, pretty laid back sort of guy. I know you love everything. That's kind of I'm a thing. fun, I'm a fun guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't really have anything I dislike. Apparently, I dislike Carrying Cross's new faction if I can't even remember the goddamn name, but it's gonna well, be I don't know if that's that's pretty low-hanging fruit. It's pretty <laughs> low-hanging fruit. The final testament, someone said, is that right? Yeah, apparently. We're just gonna it's we're just gonna, gonna agree. his finisher name. Is this like Black Sabbath on the album Black Sabbath by the bland band Black Sabbath? Yes. Precisely. This is horrible. This is horrible. What is his finisher this. name? Does I think it's the that? final testament. Does it... No, that's the group. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I think his finisher is also the final testament. Who's on first? (laughs) This can't be right. I think it's right, Jeremy. Hmm. I'm I'm nearly certain. You know what? Now (laughs) do we have to now I am angry. Now what I do. The now I do hate this. Finisher is the name of Carrion Cross's group on WWE SmackDown. Google tells me he is currently signed to WWE, where he performs as on SmackDown brand under his ring name, Carrion Cross, alongside his real life Scarlet. He is the leader of the Final Testament, a stable consisting of both himself and Scarlet, as well as Paul Ellering, Authors of Pain. Occam and Razar. Okay, so now what the hell is the finisher? Just wait until he starts calling himself like the final testament carrying the cross, carrying and I'm just cross. gonna friggin' lose it. He should I know he should call it the crossroads. The first result for what the hell is the finisher of carrying cross the is carrying cross is a bad finisher. <laughs> Maybe that's what it's called. The bad finisher. The bad finisher. <laughs> yeah. The first, the that's the first video result. The first like web page result is Carrion Cross finisher is trash. So, <laughs> people aren't a fan. So, of so, oh, it's called the no, final. It's called the final prayer. Oh, yeah. Shout out SmackdownHotel.com. Oh, yeah. I don't believe that's true. No, okay. They should call it yeah the Old Testament and the New Testament. I agree. <laughs> the, they should call the New Testament that move, and the Old Testament should be his chokeout, his cross. Uh, the cross jacket. Occam and Rizar should be like New Testament. And then they just start reading like <laughs> John 2.12 and everything. I don't know if that's Old Testament or New uh, Testament. That's I new. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's got the same ring as 316 does. <laughs> oh, yeah. John 2.12 says, I just crossroads your ass. <laughs> I, just I don't know. I don't know what the final chapter is. John thirteen forty two says you just got TikToked. Oh God! At least I remember, like the authors of Pain were the Super Collider, I think, which is kind of oh, Super yeah, Collider right. is a, a cool, a cool name. Yeah, What's I in can... the New Testament? Hold on, I'm we're gonna. Is this sacrilegious? What we're no, doing? No, I'm a Jew. I don't so think so. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I don't want to. I'm an atheist, so I, I think we're doing get... fine. I don't want to get like in trouble. Believe me, there are worse things on the internet. Okay. It's true. Yeah. What if John five fifty six does exist? <laughs> what if like they called the authors of pain the two Corinthians instead? Could we do that? Could we get them and then you rename? Do you rename them like patient and kind? I don't know. <laughs> you call them Cain and Abel. That's no, we already thing. had Cain. We can't do it. No, anymore. we. Yeah. I am happy to retcon Cain. That's fine. Yeah, I remember when Zach and I were trying to attribute everything to Nick Gage. Like, remember when Nick Gage interrupted the first Hell in a Cell? That was uh, awesome. Yeah, just it's taking all of those. <laughs> I think we made some pretty good choices. I think we made some pretty excellent choices. Scarlet could be Mary Magdalene. <laughs> this is the best Valentine's Day ever. We're, we're going to hell for all of us. No, this I was going to hell good. far before this, to be honest with you. <laughs> Just padding the stats now. I'm like Gretzky with the Rangers. He already had it, guys. That's, that's true. Let's talk about padding the stats. How's love wrestling going? <laughs> 
Joel's trying to move well. on from this conversation very quickly. <laughs> I have nothing to add. Really trying to get moved. Yeah, on. we've 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 hit the limit of my my religious scripture or lack thereof. They gotta oh, have the authors of pain defeat people, though, right? Like that's what they gotta have after on Sunday. Tony they Atlas, gotta Atlas have authors of pain. Tony Atlas is joining the final testament. I just said they, this. <laughs> great minds. They gotta they gotta have. They can bring in Happy Tony Valentine's Day to Tony Atlas and Tony Atlas alone. They just gotta they gotta have authors of pain like walking around backstage, like eyeing people up and down, just like glazing on the feet, and it's just like, can I help can you? Use, your feet can use some washing, and then you know, and it's like, yes, I get it. Thank you, thank you, authors of pain to two Corinthians, and then that's their gimmick. I feel like we figured out the stable and saved them. We should honestly be praised. It's much better than what they're doing. I just wonder which one of us is going to get the writer's job that they posted online, because I think all three of us just made a pretty strong case. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen, if Will Washington can get a job, so can we. <laughs> I will I will speak for myself. And no, I probably could not. <laughs> getting it and keeping it are two very different things <laughs> there you go i saw someone post the other day on the twitter machine about not lying on your resume and that just seems like a very silly thing i think that uh outright lying lying yeah. lying and padding your stats are two very yeah. different oh, things that's, that's what I'm, <laughs> I'm getting to i think padding your stats is one thing or at least be again it's a big pr move that's what you're that's what it is but yeah, outright lying. If you don't say that you were like the director of content when you were really just wrestling newswriter lead, I'm just I'm messing with you. Paul Ellering should be Methuselah. You could start just breaking this all down. Who was it? Eddie Vedder at the end of Walk Hard, where he's just breaking down all of the rock stars as the disciples. If Bob Dylan was the Lord and Eddie Vedder, of course, was Methuselah. Anyways, we're off to a sidetrack. Love wrestling's going well. Thanks, Joel. Appreciate it. <laughs> Things are neat. I got no complaints. We, we, are, we are doing exactly what we said we were going to do, promoting the love of professional wrestling. So that's fun. I still I, I still want the role as the the hate, hateful general manager. I think we already gave that to Pulowski, though, didn't we? Like, we can find we can find a role, but I really feel like sour grabs, which is behind the paywall on Fightful Select. That's five dollars in the biz. But he only hates one thing, and that's WWE. Why? Why does he hate you guys? I thought he just hated wrestling in general. If he just hates the WWE, then we gotta like Jeremy. Do you? Okay, so you okay? Fine. There we go. We'll do treeouts. Ah, there we go. There we go. Send in your CV. I'll just have to figure out. I'll just yeah, have to figure it. out something. <laughs> just I've got a PO box. You can send that one over. PO box. Why can't I have your home address? I thought Jeremy was applying. Yeah, what are you trying to take my gig for, Joel? Eh, I could use the money. Yeah, fair. Couldn't we? All? This is how Chris Jericho comes back to WWE. I was going to say way. AJ Styles on the outside looking in on this group, being like, "What? This is my group." <laughs> Why am I not here? And then you got the other guys in the OC being like, "Yeah, that's his group. Give it, give him over." <laughs> nah, they they gotta they gotta stick. The OC is doing. Uh, they got the best job in the biz, honestly. They show up, show up, and walk it. out Mia Yim. Show up, 
and just show up. Every one of these. Bless them. Yeah, too sweet, my brother. And then be on their merry way. Bless them. That's the life right there. Spencer, do you have anything to plug or say before we let you go? Thanks for booking, uh, helping book Karrion Cross and his new groove. You're welcome. You know, if there's anything that I look back on or, or want to be looked back on here for my my time in professional wrestling, um, you know, we're really proud of some of the stuff we've done here in Edmonton. But if we if we can get Second Corinthians booked as a stable, like there we go, we're looking we're looking pretty good. Ah, nothing to plug. If you guys want to come out to our shows here at the end of the month at the Rec Room South Edmonton, we've got our documentary premiere on February 22nd. That is Making Kayfabe. Uh, make sure you tune into that on CBC Gem on February 23rd. But tune into that after you come out to LPW 23 Slam Boat Willie at the Rec Room South Edmonton Common. Follow us wherever podcasts are played, videos are viewed, or awesome contents created by awesome people at Love Wrestling CA. Ace, uh, I see your Y2AJ comment in there. I, I am going to make this publicly known again. Uh, it is my dream shirt to have one of the Y2AJ shirts. I cannot find one. If anybody can find one for me, I didn't jump on it in the two weeks that they were on sale. Link me up. That is how you can make my Valentine's Day great. I think you that's that's how you it's can probably help. like super expensive on ebay right yeah let's you probably even jensen have wanted this for a while why i would AJ, love me let's see on love eBay, me a oh, AJ shirt it's, it's that not... or like the I, i'm the i'm a big fan that they did right at the start of uh the pandemic if i can find one of those that'd be <laughs> that'd be great that was an all-timer he... but canadians like joel you can speak to it ordering stuff online whether it's there like pro wrestling tees shipping oh. is more expensive than the shirt half the time yeah. and i just can't justify that Awful. I will pay for a piece of cloth, but I will not pay for postage. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can't find anything on eBay for this. If you search Y2AJ on eBay, you get like motor parts. And I don't think that's what you're looking for. Unless it's a really good motor part. Like if I need <laughs> it, like, yeah, but no. It's not a catalytic <laughs> converter. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, Spencer. Thank you for we joining like- us on your holiday, a day of love. Thank you. It's good to see you guys. I appreciate hopping on. It's always nice. I, I, I like when you slide in my DMs, Jer. I don't don't ever don't ever feel opposed to that. Joel, you too. But I'll see you in a couple of months. I was gonna say I'm gonna see you this summer, aren't I? That you are. I will be making my way out to uh Tirana, Ontario, Canada. I'm real excited. Usually it's fun. SummerSlam that I have to come out there for, but now that we got a money in the bank, I'm uh I'm real excited. Yeah, real excited. Gonna- we're gonna book some local talent. We're gonna do a show, and you're not. No, we're not. Who am I kidding? We're just gonna. We're gonna talk to wrestlers. We're gonna talk to Cody Rhodes. They got a rec room right across the street from uh, the Scotia Bank Arena. Yes, and it's probably already booked for a show that's not yours. <laughs> it's probably not my show. It's probably Smash, which probably would be neat. Smash. if I can go out and watch some Smash wrestling. I'm uh, endorsed for what my endorsement is worth. Anyway, like let let's to it. go. Let's go. I'll see you guys in the comments. Thanks for having me. Love you guys. Happy day of love. See you soon. Take care, friends. Take care. Love, Spencer. We do. No pun intended. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so so the Bronson Reed thing I wanted to talk about earlier. Um, I I understood why people were upset, rightfully so. He is Australian. They want him to be there. Uh, There's actually a wrinkle to that story that people may have forgotten about. His wife is due. I'm sure a bunch of people forgot about that because maybe they didn't know about it. Well, that's, that's I didn't know about it. I completely forgot about it. That's what I'm trying to say is that I think a lot of people didn't realize or didn't know that his wife is due. That yeah. this is something that 
that that they've been on. That's a journey that they've been publicly uh, outspoken about their IVF journey for a while. And uh, yeah, just taking a look at uh, at his timeline, it looks like this is around the time that she's due. So it makes sense. It 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 sucks as a performer to not be able to go home and perform, especially when your home is you know halfway across the world. But also, you're about to become a first time father, and I fully understand and fully would expect that you'd want to be in the room given the journey you've been on. So that's something that uh, that I think a lot of people hadn't uh, hadn't thought about. But yeah, just wanted to put that out there for those who were like, what happened? Again, I, I didn't think about it. I have not followed that at all. I I try to, if it's a personal thing, even if it's a, a marriage, a relationship, a, a baby, unless it's an announcement that it happened, I certainly do not keep track of who is pregnant and, and when and all of that kind of thing. So I didn't think about it. I just saw Bronson Reed lose and I was like, oh. That's a weird decision. And then once it came to my attention, it's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Oh, it does make sense that if she's scheduled to deliver that weekend, that he would probably rather be there for that than going to Elimination Chamber, even though it is in Australia and he's talked about wanting to be on the show. Maybe there's a way they they figured out, make it work. If, you know, the delivery is early, um, Maybe he's able to make it out there to do something, but I I respect that he's not gonna be like I'm going to this wrestling event. Good luck to you, because uh, I think that would be the wrong decision. <laughs> Just the good luck, Godspeed. Let me know when he's out. <laughs> no, you know what? Looking forward to hearing some good news very soon from that camp. Um, and then in, in Indy, that's the other Speaking one. Speaking you know? of camp, Joel. Oh, oh yeah. No, I saw that too. We're going to talk about that in a second if we want uh, until, and then we'll go over to AW land. Uh, let's, uh, yeah, just did the indie Indian Candace should probably get the tag titles match. <laughs> just have a quick match, have Indy come out, get a big pop, do a match, do a, you know, do a 10 minute match and uh, in and out. Why not? Sure. She's not going to win the battle Royal unless she does. And the Jade thing really is kibosh, which, okay, fine. Uh, that's yeah. That This is what I expect to see is, Indy on the card, she should be in some capacity. Yeah, Indy should be on the card. So tag title match makes makes some sense. Yeah. Uh, you know, chat saying you want know, There's not much to say. No, there's not. He was on, you know, PW Insider saying Matt Camp uh, has been released. He was on the bump. That's all I really know him from. I don't really watch that show. I, I hope uh, you know. It seemed like it was kind of out of nowhere. I think it's unfortunate. Anytime anybody loses their job, I hope he's able to to rebound and find find something that uh to find something sustainable and suitable for him. Again, it always sucks when someone loses their job. Yeah, I have nothing to add. That's uh, that's exactly how it is. And so let's uh, let's move along. Um, don't talk about AEW. Matt Camp was there for a while. I feel he like. was. He was doing some some uh, DVD stuff for a little bit too. Oh, okay. DVD production. Uh, Pro Wrestling Podcast with Buddy Dave saying, Happy AE Wallentine's Day. That's the Norwegian <laughs> thing. It's Wallentine's Day. Happy AE Wallentine's Day to you too, Dave. What are we talking about with AEW? So, on Monday, you and I were kind of talking about Ring of Honor and just the what does and doesn't work with Ring of Honor. And then we started talking a little bit about AEW and some of the stories and some of the, just the, the shows and, and the way it's produced and some of the talent and how Kazuchika Okada could fit into the program, given that they have so much 
talent and depth is the big thing that needs to be discussed with AEW on a uh, just a depth chart level. And then you kind of threw out there, they should do a hard brand split. And then at the moment, I was like, no, I don't know you if they really wrong. should. Yes. And I thought about it. And the answer really does become yes. And it's a multifaceted reason as to why. It's admit not... I was right. Thank you. Yeah, I'm admitting you're right. I'm, I'm admitting that this is one thing that you have a good, uh, this was a good idea. And it's been talked about by many people. So it's not like you're the first to think about it. Okay. All my ideas are good. No. Cheesecake. I, I didn't have the idea of cheesecake. If I did, that would have been a terrible idea. Awful. Anyway, the idea of doing a hard brand split works not only because we're talking about depth, but also we talk about this a lot. When it comes to the promotion of each event, often you don't know who's going to be there. You don't know which stars are appearing on the show until about a week or two out. If you have Collision, you know these people are exclusive to Collision. You can expect to see XYZ Superstar. You're going to want to go to Collision. Same thing with Dynamite. XYZ Superstar, you want to go see Dynamite. This is something that could be very helpful for AEW. This is something that, from a marketing perspective, can go very far for them. Um, the the brand split idea also works if your champions are floating again. And they have to do a good job of balancing who is a number one contender or who is a top contender for each title as the champions roam around. So that if the challenger for the AEW championship is a collision-based wrestler, the dynamite number one contender or whoever they have to kind of tell that story in a way that it doesn't feel like they're just spinning their wheels on one show for the main title while the other guy is just imminently getting the title shot you know what i'm saying there is a bit of a title um there, there is a title storyline that needs to be threaded through both sides of the show and there's a way to do it this is an opportunity for tony to say this is this is the way that you know wwe did it and this is how they screwed up this is how i could do it better and i would love to see that so I want—I just want to get your thoughts moving forward on this brand split thing that we've touched on before, but we haven't really gone to about in detail. There's always been a way to do a, a brand split, whether it be AEW, WWE. I guess it was only two because it was only two that have like two television shows and national, maybe New Japan, maybe not. Regardless, you can do it. Problem is everybody thinks there's only one way to do it because WWE's only done it one way the entire time. And they've screwed it up so often. Even now, they're doing qualifying matches. And hey, this SmackDown guy's on Raw. And this Raw guy's on SmackDown doing these qualifying matches. Like, okay, what's the point of brand split? They could just wrestle whenever they want to wrestle. It's dumb. Um, There's a way to do it. You just have to actually commit to it. I've always said that they should lean in to uh, the, the real sports stuff. I think it'd be great. You do a draft, you do free agents of, of getting contracts of like, oh, this person's a free agent. Like maybe I can steal. You do trades. There, there's way to do it. The title situation is always the complicated part of it because having two world titles, I know people feel a certain way about that. I get that. I think there's a way to do it with floating with a floating world champion. I, and then you can do secondary titles. You put the international title on one show. You put the TNT title on another show. I know you've got the continental title now, but that's like on New Japan and ROH and other shows as well. Like you get the trios titles, put them on one show, the tag team titles on one show. The world, the women's stuff becomes iffy because it's like, okay, 
does the world women's title go on one show? Does the TBS title go on another show? What is that? Does that raise the value of the TBS title? Is that lower the value of the uh, women's title? Again, because they've already introduced all of these titles, you got to figure that whole portion out. And I think that does make it a little bit more complicated where if they had started this from the beginning or whatever, it might be a little bit more subtle. It's something you got to figure out if you're going to do it. I don't think they're going to do it. I do think that it could be helpful because it allows for a little bit more focus on shows, but you can also, they could also just be better about threading things through from dynamite to collision. Uh, And I think they're actually doing that at a good job tonight of a collision. What do we set up? Well, we set up this Copeland and Garcia match on collision for tonight's dynamite. Dax Harwood, John Moxley, where was that set up? On collision. You see it tonight. No, I was told that that was set up with absolutely no, uh, with no story. (laughs) So I'll tell you off the air. (laughs) There was one person who dug in who does content and was, and everyone was just like, no, they set this up on collision. Very put it on, put it in the private chat. I want to bury this person. (laughs) You will, you would do it anyway, but go ahead. Oh, put it in the private chat. All right. One second. I got to open the private chat. All you had to do was watch Collision. They had a confrontation. Yeah, this this should not surprise. Oh, you. yeah, no, it shouldn't surprise you at all. <laughs> I saw it. And I was just like, of course. They they had a confrontation. Yeah, That's, yeah, they did. Just, no, I again, I even I saw it, and I was, and I'm sometimes I screw up when I'm just like, you know, we talked about the Garcia and, and Adam Copeland thing. Yeah, I screwed that up, but I had a, I felt a certain way. But this guy was like tenfold he, he went all in <laughs> oh sure um anyway. all right fine sorry the our pro wrestling takes aren't unlimited for this um yes they have they have clear boundaries can, can you see me winking, winking yes i'm not paying attention to this <laughs> my soul will say i want to bury this person is my new favorite quote and if people are being dumb then there to be called out on it. Call me out when I'm being dumb. Never happens. Yes, tell him when he's it. telling lies. <laughs> you can call me out on it. Uh, so yeah, they they've done a good job threading collision and uh threading collision and dynamite th- this past week. You know, they can do better in in some instances, but they have gotten better about it now that collision isn't full on the CM Punk show and people are banned from attending that show. Uh, but I do think a brand split can work. People don't think it can work because they've just seen WWE do it. And it's like, this is bad, but that's just because WWE is bad at it. It doesn't mean everybody's going to be bad at it. I think it can work. We got to put a lot of care and a lot of attention to it. And we'll see, you know, if I don't think they're going to do it, but I do think they can. Yeah. Like you said, there's going to be, there's an attention to detail that, that has to go with it. Someone saying, you know, Oh, don't do it. It's so WWE. WWE was the, was really the first ones to try it. It's not so WWE. It's we have a large roster and a deep roster. Let's make it so that our roster is actually featured where WWE failed was that they didn't do a good job of featuring for, for a while. They weren't featuring the talent that they had, on each roster they were taking people who were on one roster putting them over like it was again they they muddied it up really quickly whereas in AEW, you have the talent you have the ability you should be able to to put together a good two roster system that crosses over only when there are titles around 
but we have a lot of titles too. That's what we're talking about. There's so many titles that suddenly one becomes less important if the only floating titles are the men's and women's and tag team titles. The trios title, I'd say get away, just get rid of it. <laughs> to be honest, I'm not, I'm not digging the trios titles. It hasn't really been. It, it's, it's felt often like trios title or tag titles. Do we don't work with both as a main story or as like a a fledgling division? It's like we we took tags and then we added one more person to them, and now we have a trios. Like it's just, to me, it's always felt like the trios was made as a way to just have another set of titles and a different set of wrestlers teaming up together. And that's just my opinion. I would get rid of the trios title, stick to a tag title uh, format. And and again, you have the you have the, T, the TBS championship and you have the women's championship. I like that the TBS title has been used as a more mid-card women's championship, especially lately. Uh, I'm hoping Julia Hart's okay because she has not been wrestling lately. Uh, but regardless, it would be a good opportunity to kind of feature that title, but you can't cross-brand it. So you'd have to have more women on one show versus the other and then you'd have a floating women's champion again this is this is kind of the the issue that comes with the hard brand split it's a good idea on paper but then you have to figure out what the titles mean because not every champion should be floating across both brands in my opinion one title has to be more important than the other you shouldn't have two world champions like you said i i agree with that uh that was again they brought out the real world's championship because the guy who was holding it wasn't going to go over work wednesdays uh even though he wanted to and it just wasn't going to work. So the brand split is on paper a good idea in terms of showcasing the depth of your roster and showcasing which talent you will see specifically on which day. It's good from a marketing perspective, but there are other things that need to get cleaned up in order to make it work and be a proper and successful concept. Yeah, I, and I don't know if they're going to do it. I think there are ways to do it. Figuring out the title situation would probably be the toughest part of that because they do have so many titles you know you don't want to put like roh titles on these shows because no i would like to see them in roh instead thank you yeah yeah so that that would be the toughest part of it is just figuring out the title situation and otherwise though like they have the talent roster to do it you can get more tv time that's one of the big purposes of a brand split mind you is Hey, we can't give this person TV time because John Moxley needs a match on this show and has a match on this show. But if John Moxley has a match on this show, that's going to allow more television time for somebody else on a different show to be on. Like that that's one of the big purposes of a brand split is to get more TV time for other people because you're not using your top top stars on both shows. You have your top stars on each show but then those stars help lift the rest of the roster. That was, I think that was the purpose when WWE attempted to do it the first time is like, Hey, we got a lot of talent. Let's maybe feature some more of this talent because we, you know, the television time is limited. If the undertaker is taking 20 minutes for his entrance on both shows. So I think the brand split's a good idea. You got to just put some care and attention into it. You know, uh, Jason said real sports feel I've that's, Always been my argument for a brand split. Do free agent kind of stuff. Do trades. Do deadlines. Do whatever speculation of things. Like there's a good way to do that. Uh, And Tony's obviously a sports guy being involved with Fulham and the Jaguars. So I think he can see some of these ideas in his head. But 
you know, even with the rankings, you can have separate rankings. Here's your dynamite rankings. Here's your collision rankings. And you can actually put more care into those because the rankings right now, two weeks in, and I'm like, eh, what's the purpose of these? I'll pull up a couple of chats. One, why syllable saying you could do it with the young bucks current gimmick. This is kind of the problem that I have with the bucks. Like on its head, what you're saying, why syllable makes sense. But what's annoying to me is that the young bucks gimmick is that they're EVPs and they should be able, well, they, they just gave themselves a world tag title shot given that sting and Darby won, and that's okay. But now it's like how deep into the EVP lore or EVP, like taking spots from other people's story. Do you want to get, you know, they should to come hurt. out. They should come out on dynamite tonight and be like, we ain't wrestling you dudes. We We're just won. taking the titles. They're ours. Yeah. We already won. Lay down. Lay down or be fired. And, and then, then Tony, so. then Tony comes out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is bullshit. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. And then uh Hassan saying, I don't watch WWE. What is not working with the brand split right now? It seems their fans accept it. Okay, so the the fans are accepting it because at least they're like right now, the elimination chamber is not like the, the qualifying matches are not split at all. Like wrestlers from SmackDown and Raw are currently competing on each other's shows and kind of stepping all over each other. The brand split has been like it exists, but it doesn't exist for random things that they deem non-brand split worthy. And that's I think, why it's been weird. I think this is one of the almost rare instances where they've tried to put some care into the brand split because you have a general manager on each show instead of just Pierce yes. being the the showrunner for both. Um you know, they're doing the free agent. We want to make an offer to this person. They're doing that kind of stuff. They try to explain of like, you were here because you were invited here. Uh, Paul Heyman with the famous visitors pass type of thing. Like they're trying to make it make sense at points. And, you know, with the elimination chamber qualifying matches, it's like, well, we're doing qualifying matches. So it's going to be raw versus SmackDown talent to get in. So the matches can take place on both shows. Like they're trying the best they've, they've tried in a very long time with the brand split. It still isn't is like a hard brand split. And but people have just ex- accepted that it's just not a hard brand split and they're gonna do things. Before they just wouldn't even try though. It's just like, yeah, this person showed up. Remember they did like uh the the friggin' uh the quarterly star. The quarter, what? the brand to brand quarterly invitation. Yeah, the quarterly invitational. They did that like once to try to explain why Charlotte Flair showed up, and then like they never used that term again because they actually didn't care to do it. Like that was just their attempt to be like Charlotte Flair is here because of this reason, and then they never did anything to follow up on that. Like they they're they're at least putting some care into it now, but because they've done it so way one way for so long. There are things that just people have just accepted when it comes to it's like, yeah, sure. Like we get it. We've we've been privy to this for two decades now. This is just how they're gonna do things. Some of the chat's also making a very good point about the the idea of a brand split. The rankings are back, and that does kind of play into why you couldn't do a brand split so easily. And I agree with that. But also you and I talked about this on Monday. The the rankings have already been kind of a what are we doing here kind of moments. It's it it's not as good as maybe we expected or anticipated it coming back to be. I, you can tell stories with the rankings. They're trying to do tell some stories with the rankings and they're missing in some aspects, but they're gonna continue to use the rankings to attempt to tell these stories. Yeah, but as a as a brand split with rankings, 
that makes it a little more difficult. Is really well. Difficult. That's when you just split the rankings. That's that's all this you got to do. This sounds very complicated. I don't like it. Mm, well, maybe they should just not have rankings. That's true. Maybe wrestling should just go away. Welch isn't sent to super chat saying the only time WWE really did the brand split right was the 2002 draft. That's what then that's when it started was right, right after WrestleMania 18. They decided to do the brand split and it worked at first and then it kind of fell apart after a couple of years. Yeah. That. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> uh, and then another super chat from Will saying it is funny that the only time AEW kind of did the brand split was to keep Punk and the Bucks and Hangman away from each other. It's true. They it, they forced their hand, but it got a lot of people talking about the, the potential positives of doing a brand split. And a lot of them happened to be things that you and I just talked about. At the time, it was the hand being forced to it. Now there's an opportunity because people aren't being banned from the arena to do it and make it make sense. But Again, it's not uh, it's not currently like high in the cards for for AEW. No, I don't think they're going to go to a brand split anytime soon, but we shall see. Maybe, maybe they will. Maybe I it'll pop a rating. Tony loves that, right? You do a draft draft episode, always pops a rating. People love that shit. I there do. Uh, by the way, Sean Rossap did confirm Fightful is able to confirm Matt Camp was let go by WWE last week. And of course, we send our best and we wish him well. So just want to put that out there because I know some people wait until Fightful is able to confirm these things. We can tell you now it is confirmed. Um, last but not least, speaking of departures, I did make reference to this when Sean was here. And that was the Scott Demore TNA departure. You and I started talking about this last week and we wanted to tread carefully because there was a lot of info out there, but we didn't know what was what and what was, you know, how to, how to talk about it yet. We got a little bit more information from the FIFA select side of things. And that is that Demore didn't want to go, which was highly speculated on to begin with. And that Anthem pushed him to basically say it was mutual and that Scott Demore did want to buy TNA came up with a, a an, an option an offer and Anthem said, no. And here we are. This is a very strange story that's developing, Jeremy. You got the guy who was considered the heart and soul, not wanting to do business with the business that owns them. And unfortunately, it's hitting morale pretty hard for TNA. Yeah. um, There's still a lot to unpack from this. Fortunately, it doesn't appear that it was anything of a negative situation that led to Demore's departure as far as like stuff that you know is reprehensible um so that that's at least one good aspect of this but indeed it just seemed like there was two people two companies two entities going in a different direction and they couldn't get on the same page with everything Demore clearly has a lot of passion for tna and he wasn't going to be able to i guess run it the way he wanted to. So we tried to buy it. Anthem was like, nah, not doing that. Uh, There's still a lot there. And it's a tough look for the talent because the talent was obviously DMR was on the ground with them. Like, I don't know how they got any relationship with Anthony Sissioni. Like I have no idea. We're scheduled by the way, scheduled to have Masha on Friday Fingers crossed, comes through. Masha Hart. <laughs> Scheduled to have Masha Slamovich on Friday. You know, we'll ask her about this. We'll ask her. You know, they're they're challenging for the tag titles at the next pay per view. MK Ultra is so we'll ask her like, 
your thoughts on Timor and this and like were you taken aback by it? Have you spoken with Anthony Sicioni about this stuff? Uh, we'll try to get our thoughts on this. Um so but yeah, it's a it's a it's a tough situation and I'm sure there's more that's going to continue to come out about this story and We'll see kind of where all the, the chips fall after this. If Demore still involved in wrestling, where he goes in wrestling, if Anthem was right in the way they're trying to push this product, uh, and if without Demore, you know, we'll see. Sissioni was in Vegas for Hard to Kill. I don't know for sure if he was at Bound for Glory, but uh, it sounds like he may have been there. Regardless, it was, yeah, it was. By surprise to many, but also apparently it's been on the docket for a month with Scott. Yeah, which is, I guess, weird because they announced the TNA rebrand and it seemed like this is the guy you'd want to lead the rebrand. But again, it seemed like two different philosophies. He wanted to do the rebrand. He wanted to do all these things with the rebrand. And Anthem was like, maybe not. Feels like, yeah, it feels like Anthem said yes to a point. Uh, yeah. And then, of course, people were mentioning, you know, the production upgrades and things like that. Apparently, those were largely software. So instead of using DaVinci Resolve to do your post-production, maybe now they're on Final Cut Pro. It's, it can be as simple as that. So there is a – it's such a weird story that continues to grow, and we are going to hear more and more about it. I'm sure eventually Scott's going to give his side of things. It would just – I'd be surprised if he didn't. Hell, I'd love for him to do it on this show, but of course – Daddy, Dad will only listen to me so many times. <laughs> Why can't you get him on the show, Joel? What's wrong? Uh, he, I, I can't get a one-on-one with him at a TNA event. I can't get a one-on-one with him on the internet. Dad just wow. doesn't love me. That's just what it is. He wow. just doesn't love me anymore. I know it's very upsetting, but yeah. uh, we, it, it's it's such a it's a weird time to be covering TNA just because there's such a level of uncertainty. And I said it on a million different shows that. Uh, Two weeks from now, when they do the show, I guess it's next Friday now, when they do the uh, the show in New Orleans, that's going to be the first test of how the new regime takes, how much really changes. So we'll see. I had a couple of super chats right away. Uh, Ryan Lambert says, just showing my love for some of my favorite peeps. Thank you. We love you too, buddy. It's, Thanks, Ryan. It is the day of love here. And Will Chisholm says, this sucks for TNA, but it feels so TNA. Let's get rid of the person who our talent loves and respects. And it does feel weird. And it's it's very strange. And it's a very strange story that we're going to continue to talk about. If, it's a, if it was just a philosophies thing and an expectation thing, again, on its, on its head, the way this has always sounded was Scott wanted to be the intermediary between Anthem and TNA. And Anthem said, no, we give you enough money. We deserve to have more st- more say because you are our brand. And Scott said, LOL, no. And Anthem said, LOL, get out of here. And that was that. And and there was a budget, you know, there were budget conversations. There's money involved. It's, it's a very strange, again, I'm going to keep saying a very strange situation, but it's where they go. Yeah. Yeah. They were. <sighs> we'll see. There's more to the story that. I'm sure we'll continue to come out. Um, but right now it just seems like a, a difference in philosophies and, and one side wanting and expecting one thing and the other side wanting and expecting another thing. They couldn't get on the same page with it. And instead of uh, trying to fight against it, they just let Diamore go because Anthem still makes the decisions. It's still 
even though it's TNA wrestling, Anthem is still the parent company. My biggest fear. Oh God, I don't want to put this out there, but I will. So you know who, who one of the people in the creative room is right now? I mean, I know a few, but Tommy Dreamer? Delirious. Um, <laughs> and for those of you who watched Ring of Honor while Delirious was booking, oh buddy, it wasn't always that great. But uh, there are other people. Tommy Dreamer is one of them. Uh, Lance Storm is there producing. Gail Kim is there producing. I like, do. I think if you're a TNA fan, your biggest concern right now should be Anthem cutting bait with the entire promotion. Yes, that should be your biggest concern. As long as like Anthem is still owning them, they're probably going to be fine because they're going to stay on Axis. And as long as they have access, like they're okay. If Anthem decides, you know what, this ain't worth it. And they, they, they do, let's say they do sell to Demore or Jeff Jarrett or whoever, but they say, but like you ain't on our channel anymore. Like we got no reason. They bought the company to basically keep them on television. And if they say, Japan. <laughs> yeah. Like if they say, you know what? This just ain't worth it. The return on investment ain't good on this. Sure. Take it, Scott. Take it, Jarrett take it whoever and then they don't have a television home that should be the biggest concern if they're just preying off a of youtube money and t impact plus money that's only making you sustainable for for so long and i imagine their payroll is kind of high just with the the kind of the names they've had and the names they've brought in yeah someone asking does did Scott negotiate talent contracts? Yeah, that was, that was part of his role. There were other people doing negotiations, but he was there. Uh, super chats, TNA chats. Anyway, Wilchism sent a super chat saying you had a great match against Mello. How'd you get out of the straight jacket last night? I swear to God, when Joe Gacy and I have our face-to-face interview in Toronto at Heat Wave weekend, that's when all the answers will come. Speaking of answers, Steve Macklin and I have an interview that drops at noon in a few minutes here uh, over on Fightful. Yeah, youtube.com slash Fightful. Yeah. He and I sat down for about 25 minutes talking about a lot of stuff, including our mutual hatred for people who make us fight each other. Sean Ross Sapp, Jeremy Lambert, you people. Hashtag you what people. What do I do? You, you, you facilitated our problems. Mm, you did. You facilitated it. No, I didn't. You, you were you like, the one speaking Canada? ill about America. That was him. What do you mean him? How about Canada. Yeah, you spoke ill about America. Yeah, you did. The, it drops to. They thought it was today. Yeah, I thought it was tomorrow too because it aligns with TNA Thursday. Oh, you're doing it on Wednesday. <laughs> anyway, I'm just gonna whatever. Let's just say it drops today, and then people can be like, "Why does it say it drops tomorrow?" And I'll be like, "Well, no, it drops tomorrow." I'm not gonna lie to the people. But I like lying to the people. It's more fun. Don't do that. All right, I won't lie to the people. Apparently, it drops tomorrow. I'm an ass. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Okay, drops tomorrow. My mistake. I'll just take it down until I'm like, sorry, Mac. When we 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 had to bump him like we did with uh, Matt Damon. Sorry, Matt Damon. We didn't have time for you this week. All apologies to Steve Macklin. We could not run his interview today. That's right. We had no time. Uh, you want to talk about dynamite real quick? Do the things. Blow out your voice. For oh yeah, that's my voice is sounding like halfway decent for the first time in like two months. So two. time to ruin it completely. <sighs> I gotta get warmed up here. Ah, I was right. Yeah, I did know about that. Anyway, 
All right. Sure. 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 All right. All right, everybody. So as people know, it is AEW Dynamite. Dynamite? I don't know. I know what it is. Dynamite. You see Tony take my advice, by the way, of like trying to tweet to drum up interest because I was like, interest is buzz seems kind of low for this show, Tony. Ratings were down. Viewership was down last week despite a big show. He should have called The Rock out, though, for like, Dwayne comes back, doesn't watch the product at all. It's just besides Rock and Roman's the biggest match, and they had to pivot because Dwayne didn't, wasn't paying attention to how over Cody is. That's what he should have done. He should have called out The Rock. Maybe he still can. He can still do it tonight. He should. He should. He, he should does. call out The Rock. But I don't know if he will. Maybe he will tonight on AEW Dynamite. Oh. And the only way to watch AEW Dynamite is to tune in at 8 p.m. Eastern live on TBS. It is AEW Dynamite. We're back in Cedar Park's Cedar Park, Texas, Texas, the HEB Center, Heb, the Heb Center. We love the great state of Texas at AEW. We are always in the great state of Texas with AEW and AEW Dynamite live tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern only on TBS. We have a tremendous lineup for everybody. We're coming off one of the biggest AEW Dynamites in history, certainly the biggest of the year, because at the end of last week's episode of AEW Dynamite, we saw Sting and Darby Allin win the AEW Tag Team Championships from Ricky Starks and Big Bill. Unfortunately, their celebration was short-lived because the Young Bucks, Matthew and Nicholas Jackson, the EVPs of AEW, they entered the ring with bats and they bloodied up Sting and Darby Allin how will the Young Bucks fare tonight on AEW Dynamite as they take on top flight Dante and Darius Martin? The Young Bucks are looking to stack up wins ahead of AEW Revolution live on pay-per-view March 3rd. You can only The only way to watch it is live on pay-per-view. We are almost sold out. March 3rd, AEW Revolution in Greensboro, North Carolina at the famous Greensboro Coliseum for Sting's last match. As he teams with Darby Allin, the AEW Tag Team Champions, they will be in action March 3rd, AEW Revolution live only on pay-per-view. There will not be action tonight live. APM Eastern, AEW Dynamite. But the Young Bucks, Matthew and Nicholas Jackson, they will be in action against top flight Dante and Darius Martin, who will climb up the AEW tag team rankings to possibly earn a shot at Sting and Darby Allin. At AEW Revolution, March 3rd, live only on pay-per-view in Greensboro, the Greensboro Coliseum, Greensboro, North Carolina. Also tonight, we have Tony Storm's new film, Wet Ink. You will not want to miss this film by Tony Storm, Wet Ink. It is going to be a tremendous film, possibly one of the best films Tony Storm has ever put together as she heads into a showdown with Deanna Perrazzo at AW Revolution, March 3rd, live only on pay-per-view, Greensboro Coliseum, Greensboro, North Carolina. But tonight, you can check out her new film, Wet Ink, live, APME shirt, AW Dynamite, live only on TBS. You won't want to miss Wet Ink. Featuring Timeless Tony Storm, featuring Luther, featuring who knows who else. The only way to tune in is to watch it live tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, AEW Dynamite on TBS. Check out Tony Storm's film, Wet Ink, the AEW Women's World Champion, Timeless Tony Storm. Also in the women's division, we have Willow Nightingale against Sky Blue. It's a big match in the AEW Women's Division. It's Valentine's Day. Will Stokely Hathaway be there to impart his knowledge, impart his love on Chris Statlander and Willow Nightingale. The only way to check out is Willow Nightingale faces Sky Blue in the AW Women's Division is tonight live APM Eastern, AW Dynamite, only on TBS. 
We are going to have a great singles contest. We saw it on AW Collision. We saw John Moxley and Claudio Casadoli pick up a big win in the tag team division as they climb up the tag team ranks. And after the match, they were confronted by FTR, Dax Harwood, and Cash Wheeler. Well, tonight, APM Eastern, TBS, AW Dynamite from Cedar Park, Texas. It'll be John Moxley. It'll be Dax Harwood. One-on-one for the first time ever in an AEW ring. John Moxley and Dax Harwood taking on each other in singles competition. It's going to be a tremendous match in the singles division for AEW as John Moxley looks to continue to climb the rankings as Dan- Dax Harwood looks to establish himself in the singles rankings. Both of these great tag team competitors going one-on-one in singles competition tonight live. APM Eastern AEW Dynamite only on TBS+. Plus. It is a Texas death match. Where in Texas, you big dumb bitch? It's going to be the AEW International Champion, Orange Cassidy. He made a challenge to any member of the Undisputed Kingdom. Orange Cassidy, very not happy with the Undisputed Kingdom taking out taking out Chuck Taylor, the great Chuck Taylor, as he continues to be on the injured list thanks to the Undisputed Kingdom. Orange Cassidy said, I will take on any member of the Undisputed Kingdom, but... They got to face me in a Texas death match. And Matt Taven, one half of the ROH Tag Team Champions. Matt Taven has stepped up to face AEW International Champion Orange Cassidy in a Texas death match. And you can only watch that match live tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern on AEW Dynamite. All of that, plus we're going to hear from Hangman Adam Page, who is the number one contender for the AEW World Title. Swerve Strickland, also the number one contender for the AEW World Title. And the AEW World Champion Samoa Joe. All three men are going to speak as we are just weeks away from AEW Revolution, March 3rd. Only on pay-per-view. Only at the Greensboro Coliseum. Only in Greensboro, North Carolina. We're going to hear from all three competitors coming off of Swerve Strickland and Hangman Page last week in the number one contenders match. What will they have to say? as they head into a three-way showdown with Samoa Joe at AEW Revolution, only on pay-per-view March 3rd. Samoa Joe is going to speak. Swerve Strickland is going to speak. Hangman Adam Page is going to speak. And you can only hear their comments live tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, AEW Dynamite on TBS. All that plus a big single showdown where the winner will get a shot at Christian Cage in the AEW TNT Championship. It's going to be Adam Copeland. He is in the top five of the AEW rankings. He's going to be taking on Daniel Garcia, who is on a tremendous win streak. Right now, Daniel Garcia and Adam Copeland, the winner, will face Christian Cage for the AEW TNT Championship at AEW Revolution. The only way to watch this singles match is AEW Dynamite Live tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, only on TBS. It's a tremendous lineup that we have for all the great fans of AEW tonight as we are on the road to Revolution, one of the biggest pay-per-views of the year, AEW Revolution. It's March 3rd, only on pay-per-view. Greensboro Coliseum, Greensboro, North Carolina. But before we get to AEW Revolution on March 3rd, only on pay-per-view, it is AEW Dynamite live tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, Cedar Park, Texas, the HEB Center. We can't wait to be in the great state of Texas with all the great AEW fans in Texas. Thank you to all the great AEW fans for tuning in to AEW Dynamite. Each week, we've had tremendous ratings this past week with AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage, and AEW Collision. They weren't leaking the Fast Nationals this week, those little bitches on the internet. They weren't leaking the Fast Nationals because AEW was tops on all the great rankings lists in the cable ratings, in the in the network ratings, on the demo ratings, the Nielsen ratings, the cage match ratings, all the ratings. AEW was at the top of the list. So they weren't leaking any of the ratings. But before you see the ratings tomorrow, you, you, you watching this right now, you can give your rating on how great of a show we're going to have by tuning in tonight, AEW Dynamite, APM Eastern, live on TBS. Thank you to all the great AEW fans. Justified, this is awesome, Chad.
I mean, unless you're Louie and it's unjustified, this is an awesome chance. Thank you, Louie. Uh, and Ryan Lambert said, for Joel's Wednesday snack fun today, crispers. They're $1.67 at my local shopping place. So uh, thank you. That that goes a long way for my snack fund. Appreciate that. Now, before we get out of here, Copeland Garcia, is that the main event? I mean, that's that's top billing on the uh, on the ad. And then what, you open with, with Cassidy and Taven and you go back to the old school opening because it's, yeah. it's on Cassidy? I know Bucks might open. They're doing bucks and top flight. Yeah, I could see that. Like, it's it's a good, solid card from top to bottom. There's a lot of good stuff here. I'm just wondering. AW's ever had. <laughs> someone did say that. Yes, that someone was you. Uh, and there's there's enough going on tonight that it's like the only thing I know for sure is that one match will happen at 9:23 p.m. Eastern, and you can all guess which one that is. <laughs> Other than that, like, I'm, no, I'm really looking forward to it, and hopefully. Uh, we get a good night and a lot to talk about on Friday. Masha Slamovich is scheduled to join us on Friday. We're looking forward to that. And, of course, we'll talk about AEW Dynamite. We'll talk about anything else that happens in the world of wrestling. Looking uh, looking, looking forward to Friday. Jeremy Lambert, anything else to plug before we get out of here? And John Moxley might open. He's always in an opening match. Mox and uh, Dax might open. That's true. And that's another match that, like, I don't know. It's, I feel like the Cassidy match is enough of a thing. Like, it's enough of a draw that people would stick around coming out of the, the lead-in from Big Bang Theory. Oh. Jeff Jarrett's got to interfere in that match as the Texas Chainsaw Deathmatch champion. I kind of hope he does. Set up sure. Orange Cassidy versus uh, Jeff Jarrett for the uh, the, the Texas. De- We're going to combine the two titles. Yeah. Texas, the International Texas Death Match Champion. Or, Let's or, go. Yeah. Plugs? No. Wonderful. Uh, we're back on Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern until noon, as usual, doing our thing, talking about the wrestling, talking about other stuff. And uh, yeah, I'm Metro Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-R-L. Ladies, gentlemen, friends, we are the binary. We'll see you on Friday. Cheers. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.